10.30 a.m. We don't serve Chicken McNuggets at this time. Yes, you do. No, we don't. Why not? Because you know what really makes us mad is wasting money on CDs with only one or two good songs. Yeah. Talk about punk. Yeah, we got this CD called Punk. It's loaded with our favorite tunes, man. Yeah. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You've got my blue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. I don't know if I'm doing it right, Janet. I don't know if I'm doing it right, Janet. Before I get into things, you just heard Drinkin' and Stinkin' by the Ribeye Brothers. Before that, Pantera with Mouth for War. It's Dimebag Daryl's birthday today. I think he would have been 52, if I'm not mistaken, if he were still with us. I think it's Robert Plant's birthday today, too. We need to run a check on that. The old lemon squeezer? The what? The old lemon squeezer? Yeah, the old lemon squeezer. I never heard him referred to as that, though it was hiding in plain sight. I think Cream Magazine referred to him as... Oh, okay. One of their reviews of... uh... Why not? Chuck Berry is the old poop eater. Yes. And before that, Francois Hardy with La Temps de, de l'Amour. I'm not very good with uh, French stuff, but that was her. Before that, Love, Seven and Seven is. And before that, a little song called Angel Witch by a band called Angel Witch from an album. Which just so happens to be called Angel Witch. Someone had turned off the reverb. They faked me out. But now I can only be faked out for a few hours. Am I, am I on this thing? I oh, I've been faked out again. Angel Witch. Now, it, now it's real. Let me give you some reverb. Angel Witch. There we go. See, the thing with this board, this fancy radio board, is there's so many buttons. And I only know what a couple of you them do. you got to color code that stuff with little pieces of tape. Well, they are. They made you... whole albums with, like, just arrows and stuff because I was like, I don't want to be bothered with all this stuff. There's, there's, there are labels, but that's not enough to guide you. Yeah, to make your own. With, but uh, with what weird I meant symbols. to say, 
And then we'll get introduce you guys. Hello, and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, Dawkin completist, and assistant sec- secretary to the Stan Makita fan club, Boulder chapter. I think he just died, Stan Makita, didn't he? A couple weeks ago? I don't even know who that is. We'll get, we'll cover yeah. that. Anyway, hi, how are you? I'm damp. But otherwise, fine. I have confirmation from Des. Today is Robert Plant's 70th birthday. Um, thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Coming to you live each and every Monday night within reason from right here in Child Safe Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. Do you think there's too much razzmatazz in the show intro with the reverb? No. Or not enough? There's not enough. Not okay. enough. No. You could do a whole show. Or a, like what should be a reverb portion. Re, like the second hour, all reverb. During the second hour, like the first ten minutes of the second hour is just like absolute like echoplex madness. Ideally, you should just be able to say Angel Witch, and that would be the entire show. It would last three hours. Maybe we'll do that uh, during Sweeps Week. Or when you get it wrong and you want it on the witch, but it comes on the end of Angel, so it's Angel, gal, gal, and it's like, uh. That's doable. Well, you know, Blue Oyster Cult had that problem when they had Godzilla live. There's a part in Godzilla. Oh, go, 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 It's go, like, go, Godzilla, 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 Godzilla. But they couldn't get it because the god would go over the Zilla. And it would be Godzilla, Godzilla. Oh. So, but live, they had the guy, have to have the guy say Zilla first. Oh. So. Zilla, Godzilla. Zilla, Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. These are luxury problems. I would say. Yeah, but deal breaker when your hit's Godzilla. I know, that's You don't true. get it right. Why, you know what? Wait, what? Oh, I gotta, I gotta introduce... Well, people have probably already figured it out. Anyway, as always, we have a remarkable program in store for you tonight. A little, little later, making her debut on the program, is the lovely and talented singer-songwriter Galen Ayers, who just released her debut album, Monument... And she'll be at Rockwood Music Hall on August 30th. She'll be here a little later in the 10 o'clock hour. But joining me now, as you may, if, you, if you're a regular listener, you've picked up on the the the, the pride of Red Bank, New Jer- a dueling pride of Red Bank, Dave Windor from Monster Magnet, and Tim Cronin from the Ribeye Brothers. Making you were just here just a few weeks ago. Yes. I was gonna say it felt feels like just a few weeks ago. It couldn't stay away. But it couldn't couldn't happen again soon enough. And I think you guys are the only guys that I w- that I would allow that to happen with. Aww. And that's that's not taking anything away from any other anyone else has ever been on the show. Though I guess it's hard for them not to be offended. Well, by they should like, be. Remember when you first started and you had like smart guys on the show and they don't come on anymore? When was that? You know, like a long time when you first started, you were on your best behavior, and you had like TV writers and stuff. That and still happens. That still happens. Oh, I don't know, man. And don't don't insult yourself by That's saying right. you're not you a smart the, guy. The guys from Singer Street and Red Bank. We live on Singer Street, by the way. It's a tiny little street, but all the singers. Are all Red the Bank. singers. We yeah. All the vocalists live on the same street. You know, I can't believe. Talk about us a time when we need reverb. This, you know, it's like. Murder. Yeah. Just 
I like your. Oh, I love that the uh, wait what the reggae show. Oh, here on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I love your reggae show. Your reggae. Remember, you had a couple like a month ago. You had a reggae. Special? Oh yeah. Well, this is my reggae reggae year. I'm still in the midst of it. I forgot. This is my. Uh, Maybe remind me to play some reggae at some point later, because I'm. But not. I only like the reggae that's not upbeat. I like the one like where someone's just gotten shot and stuff. Not I shot the sheriff. Murdery. 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 Like like. Right. With there's no real song. It's just sort of a tripped out beat with guys every once in a while going. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like. Then yelling out murder. Yeah, sinister. A lot of. Uh, that's what I'm into. A lot of rotten money. A lot yeah. Of rotten money down. But I, I downloaded a, a compilation, a reggae compilation. And then uh, I quickly went, and there's like four murdery songs on it, and the rest are a bit too Sunday in the Park for but my taste. you found taste. four good murdery ones on one compilation? That's more than I've ever found in my whole life. Well, it was a murder well, compilation. Let me I had to find out what you're playing so I could get that. So, uh, w- is it safe to say that I schooled you in some you way school. on reggae? Yeah, I hated yes. reggae. Wow, this I journey has all. taken me so much further than I would have ever... The student is now the teacher. <laughs> well, listen, this song is actually, I think, a bit upbeat. But if you, I feel like it, the subtext is murder. Maybe. Let's hear, listen. See, this, this is John Holt, which isn't a very reggae name. My dream last night was about Alibaba with the fall. This might be a daytime murder. Well, my thinking is like this song is like maybe someone was murdered last night and this is the day after and he's just poured himself some fresh orange juice. Trying to walk it off? Yeah. Or he had to clean it up and he got paid well for it. Yeah, yeah. Just a brand new day. It was but, a good murder. No one found out. Yeah, but this it is a bit upbeat, but I'll, I'll put on some murdery reggae later. And the one where you could put a siren on top of it and it would be absolutely fine. Yeah. Oh, like an ambulance. Have you ever been to Jamaica? Yeah, once in my life, and it was horrible. What? In I had a what horrible way? time. Well, I went down there and went into a tourist trap. Oh, and that, with. that's what I'm And then when I did want to walk, when I did want to go out, I went into a section of town that was murdery. It's oh, okay. And then on the way back to the airport, it looked like you know, and it didn't look that cool. It looked like South Jersey with palm trees, and that's not what I had in mind. It didn't. And the people were kind of mean, and on the way back, the cab driver ran over a dog. You're not selling me on this. He sped up and ran over a dog. I freaked out and, like, stopped the car. I was like, you know, I was going to beat him into submission. Because I couldn't believe the guy was just like, eh, it's just a dog, you know, you run him down. It was not a good trip. When? Did, why did you go there? A girl wanted me to go. It's like, yeah, we'll go. We'll have, you know, it'll be fun. Go to Jamaica. And, I, you know, I, I thought it was going to be fun, too. I'm going to Jamaica. It's no, I'm, no, I'm I don't think you'll go. Uh, you know, hopefully you won't have there the same won't. set of circumstances. No, if a dog is hurt during my trip to Jamaica, yeah, oh, I freaked out. I was, oh, you know, I was, it was me. Like it was one of those like I'm gonna rip off my shirt in the street and like scream at God and then bash the guy's head. Uh, I don't get violent often. I would. But it was nuts. 
and the guy could give a rat's ass. He was actually he sped up to he sped up to get the dog. Oh, like he like oh yeah, sport. the dog was running. He was like <laughs> he gunned oh, it, oh. clipped it. This so, is outrageous. My life is cheap. Oh man. And that man's name was Tim Cronin. Oh man. Yeah, I used to have a job. I was used to be a cab driver in, in Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah, it was Somewhere. weird. Were you on the lamb or something? I was. I'm going to a wedding there. So but I think it'll probably be all uh resort. There probably won't be any opportunity You'll to see, hit, yeah, hit you, a dog. No, it, only if you if you want to go, just walk. You probably walk just a mile away from that resort and you'll be in it. All right. Do they listen to reggae everywhere, or is that a a, yeah. a lie we're being fed by? <laughs> no, uh, that that was pretty cool. So, yeah. Well, you know, like in the way that, like, like the the illusion of Ireland and America, like this idea that it's all like da 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 da, and like, yeah. but when you go to Ireland, it's not like that anywhere. No leprechauns. No, I, I mean like one leprechaun. If you go to like this super tourist area, there might they might be trying to fool you with that, but it's a bunch of blarney, as they say. <laughs> yes. 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 Wait, but with it, we were talking about this briefly uh, before we went on the air. The Dio auction. Where do you got the, so, yeah, so just to bring? Yeah. Let's, what is up with that? I gotta go to like the homepage from the the estate. Ronnie James Dio. His wife is pretty much selling everything, when, right? Wendy Dio, his wife. Uh, Who's already sold his likeness as, as a hologram. That's that's horrifying, I have to say. Going for it. But this is one thing I can get behind, is Ronnie James Dio's personal effects. Did you ever want to... Um, own Ronnie James Dio's Hard Rock Express card? If you answered yes, you've just hit a street called Easy. What's a Hard Rock Express card? It looks card? like an American Express, but I guess you can only use it at the Hard Rock Cafe. So it's somewhat limited? Oh, it's man. like getting somebody's hotel key. Don't they have anything better than that? They do. I'm glad you asked, Dave. But uh, something happened. The, the page isn't loading. This could not be going worse. They have uh, probably the the most exciting thing and the biggest ticket item, as best I can tell, is... Uh, do you remember the video? I believe, I want to say it was the Last in Line tour. Oh, yeah. You, um, there's at one point a dragon comes out and breathes fire. Yes, I know. Uh, exactly very close to Ronnie James Dio himself. Well, Dave... Have you ever thought, I wish I could have that dragon in my own home? I wouldn't even begin to imagine something so fantastic. Well, start imagining. Is it possible? It's more than possible. We can make it happen tonight. Um, i got to find it. First, I'm scanning. You can buy a weapon collection. Bid is up to 350 It's a sword and like an axe. I'm guessing a bunch of throwing stars in there. No. Did he have a mace? I always like the mace. The, That's a good one. The mace is good. It's a hard there's no yield. There's another sword display. It looks like it's not to scale, but it's three swords on top of a shield, and then they go through like a chest plate of armor. I wonder, if, did he have his weapons scaled to his size? They had like, like, like child a, size? Wee weapons? Uh, Ron, he wasn't a big fella. 
No, I'm, I met him once. I, so did I. He was very, he was, he was like a, like we. He's probably like five, he was probably five feet tall, maybe. Almost legal dwarf. But you know what's crazy? I'm sitting here looking at all this, like, Ronnie James Dio guest room bed frame. A, a distinction pointing out that it is, in fact, not his bed frame. It was just in the guest room. Which is why it's on, the starting bid is only $150. Well, if he got into a fight with his wife, maybe he did sleep in it. Maybe. Or, or did he sleep in the other, uh, the other guest, guest bedroom frame that's also available for $150? Wow, she's really going for it. It's hard it, to man. say. Uh, but there, and there's guitars, there's wedding goblets. Those starting bid, $250 already. I don't think those are going to last. But those clothes, does he have any of his bell sleeves? Everything, yes. You know, because he, he liked to wear the bell sleeves, man. Well, if you want uh, bell sleeve shirts in the Ronnie James Dio style, you've just hit a street called Easy, Dave, because <laughs> the auction, of, this is, go to Julian's, that's J-U-L-I-E-N-S live.com and search. I don't even I don't even know why I'm advertising this because I, I want to bid on a lot of this stuff and I'm just making competition yeah. for myself. But here's the thing. I'm looking at all this stuff and then I remember in my own home I already have an acoustic guitar signed by Ronnie James Dio. Get out. Really? Yeah. He He did my show... I did like a talk show type thing called the Dayville Explosion, which I haven't done in a while, a few years. But I did it, first time I did it in L.A., he was the guest or one of the guests. So he come, and you think Ronnie James Dio, he's not just going to walk into like a black box theater uh, in Hollywood like he's in a castle somewhere. But uh, sure enough, he walks in in full Dio mode. Did he have people? He had people with him. Wendy Dio, the one who has now turned him into a hologram, <laughs> was there. She was an absolute delight. And I believe one of the guys from his band was there, but I it was not anyone that I recognized. And then there was, like, another guy. But um, after the show, and he was the nicest guy. Yeah, he was super nice. you have any good so, stories? Well, he was so... First of all, like, I think he knew how could tell that I was really nervous. And that... Uh, and I was also nervous that, like, he didn't... I was worried that he might think that I was not uh, a Dio fan. And maybe I just thought, like, I'm going to have Dio on my... You know, in the way that, like, people... Like, metal is now oh, yeah. in pop culture all the time yeah. in a really annoying way that yeah, I hate... Yeah. Yeah, interchangeable. Just let's get the metal guy on. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I was worried that he, oh, yeah. without knowing anything about me, he might think that that was, that I was one of those people that would do something like okay. that. And and so he, I think he sensed us, and he's like, everything's fine, nothing, everything's okay, Dave. <laughs> and he was, he set me at ease, and he was a delight. And then after the show, he was talking, and this is. 2000, when was this? Gosh, 2006 maybe? And he, uh, and he, uh, was just getting back together with Tony Iommi to do what became Heaven and Hell, the band. And so, but, and I'm sure 
many people already knew that this was happening, but he he was like, I, don't tell anybody this, Dave. But uh, tomorrow I'm flying to England to go to Tony Iommi's house and write some songs with him, and we're gonna we're gonna get back together. But he told me like in a way like I was the third person to know, <laughs> like which well, like, yeah, the explosion the explosion's gotten exclusive. Almost. No, but like he told me backstage, so I, was, so I was like, oh my god, I can't I can't tell anyone what Ronnie James Dio has just told me. So I was like, I thought that was even though I realized he was. I think just making me feel special by telling me that. And so then he then he says he's like, Dave, do you like Indian food? And I'm like, Yeah, I love Indian food and he's like, Well, I know the best Indian food places in LA. Next time you're in town, we gotta go get Indian food. So then I'm like practically passing out at the prospect of having Indian food with Ronnie James Dio. For the record it didn't happen because then he heaven and hell the new, you know, Black Sabbath is, and then he got sick, and so never happened. But just Could've. the fact that he wow. made that just brought it up. But so then, anyway, I have him sign my acoustic guitar, and he was like, "I, I, I can't." I'm like, "Sign the front of it." He's like, "No, it'll. I don't want. You shouldn't have someone sign the front of your guitar." I'm like, "You're Ronnie James Dio. Sign it." And he, he wrote, yeah, go ahead, do it. He wrote Ronnie James. No, Dave. Dave Hill rocks magic. Ronnie James Dio. And it was if you go if you look online, anyone listening, you can search Dave Hill Dio, and you wow. can see a picture of me and Ronnie James. Let's run a check on this before I make such a. Is rocks magic one of his? Uh, was that something he signed on a lot of stuff? I would like to think that he's only signed it that one time, Tim. Yeah, if you Google Dave Hill Dio. You can see me and Ronnie James Dio. Was it Dio. Magic with a K? Oh, n- no. But the, Was though, it Colt with a U? That would have been cool. Or but, so then, so I had this guitar, and then, and I still have it, and then uh, Ira Glass, you know, the host of This American Life, was mm-hmm. looking at the guitar, and he's like, what, who, who signed this? And I said, Ronnie James Dio, and he says unbelievably says who's ronnie james dio and but, he would say that well i learned there's two kinds of people in this world people who yeah. fully know who ronnie james dio is and then the rest just don't there's no middle ground Ivor glass was one of those guys that would do america a big favor if he like dropped acid or something for a year and then came back he probably has i don't know he's he's pretty wild but yeah, he's a wild man but Iverglass he the nut but so i had him sign it too, because I was like, this is like the yin and yang of this guitar. True. In the universe. Like, Dio, and, and that's like, where do you go from there? And it kind of sounds like a This American Life story. It does. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to get on back on. I haven't been on that show in a while. This Did he sign it like, end. I don't know who he is? No, he, he signed it. Uh, he didn't know who Ronnie James Dio was. I told, I told, I explained to him. I explain. I I I brought. I schooled him, but anyway, it. All by way of saying, I, I would really like the dragon head. I'm not going to yeah. say what item I think I can afford on this list because I don't want someone to go and then scoop it out from me. You know, there's a painting or something in one of those. Uh, Dio videos where it there's like a Satan guy. 
Yeah. At the end of the video, it's amazing. I want that. Well. Like this Satan demon. Does he have the original art from his uh, album covers? Uh, there's fans' attempts. There's a lot of fan art, so there are uh, sort of replications of it. But you know what's really cool? Is it sold in bulk? Yeah, there's lots of fan art. L like lots in the you know By the, the auction sense. I'll but have half a pound of fan art. He did this one tour, miscellaneous. I think it was different from the uh, uh, what's it, the one with the dragon. Mm -hmm. He did a tour where he has all these sphinx, these sphinxes. I saw that. Well, did you enjoy that show, Dave? I, I enjoyed it immensely. Well, what better way to commemorate that Don't show? Tell me. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> Well, yeah, because if you go on, you can buy. There's massive like can they blinds. Can Sphinx? Yeah, you can. You sure can, Dave. A Dio staged used Sphinx panel, starting bid five hundred dollars. That'll get you two Sphinxes. Well, oh, wait. wait. Is all this like Spinal Tap size? No. You know, is it that kind of you know? Is it like Stonehenge now? No, Dave. Little... And you can retrofit a bull god on top of it. One, it's hundred and twenty-eight, and you know you get Joe Tate. Who's I hopefully listening right now? If you you could get him on on, he's probably replicating the bull god right now. If I know him, the the sphinx here. That's look at sphinx. this. This is the sphinx. I'm gonna click on the image to enlarge. And if you're listening at home, you can go to the Julian's live. That's wow. This is 128 inches across. That's like a. That's a, like a mile. A, what's no one knows. No, it's a lot. It's like 10 feet or. No, no, no. So that's ready for stage. Yeah. I could put that on the Monster Magnet stage? Yeah, you put it behind you. Put I, it, put it, you put your table with like yeah, the yeah. Echoplex thing right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you put <laughs> water bottles right next to that. <laughs> and that's like your little corner. And you tell the other guys in the band, hey, if I catch you going in the Sphinx zone, no, like, which is also the Dave <clears throat> zone, talk to you're the Sphinx. Out. <laughs> yeah, you're out of the band. Talk to the Sphinx. And if the drummer complains that half of his kid is covered up by the Sphinx, well, uh... Well, I could cut eye holes. You could look through the eye holes and the move. Yeah, maybe you put, like, a little... But, um... Yeah, this, it's 128 inches wide, 83 inches high, which, wow. again, we can't possibly calculate. What other stage stuff? Any other stage stuff? Well, there's several Sphinxes. I should just be clear on that. Oh, great that he kept it. And uh, Tim Cronin from the Ribeye Brothers, you were asking earlier in the show <laughs> yes. about whether or not there was any original artwork uh, from the Ronnie James Dio album covers. I was. And I'm glad you asked because, yes, you can purchase the full panel of art from the Last in Line Dio album, the original artwork, starting bid $10,000. Wow. Uh, it's fra it comes framed. Oh, the original acrylic and collage painting executed by Barry Jackson and used as the cover for the DOL Lesson Line, which was released in 1984. 26 inches, 26 and a half inches high by 45 and a half. It's like a gatefold. Type. That's the way I do it. Where you put, make, try to make an inch. Make sure like, oh, okay. no, and then you put them right next to each other. Like, it's pretty. I mean, there's. If you need something for over the couch, you could do a lot worse. 
$10,000 starting bid. Has anybody bid on it yet? No. Well, you know, is there other stuff? Can I get stuff from, like, the Glass Spider Tour, David Bowie, or Diamond Dogs or I, something? I can't answer like, that, you're Dave. just blowing my mind on well, if there's stuff that's out there. Well, I think I was, this is just Dio-centric. I was shooting something once in um, Woodstock. A small deer. And we went... That we were somehow there was all this like we were shooting up there because there was like a studio like and we needed to be in a music studio then there was a big barn and then we I went in the barn and then there was all of Utopia you know Todd Rundgren's band they all of their massive yeah stuff like that yeah. yeah all of it was in this barn just waiting so waiting for the call yeah. Having, I, I don't think they're going to get deal money for that stuff. But there's also, if you want to make it so your drummer is not totally covered, you can just buy a single Sphinx panel. I don't recommend that. I recommend the two uh, panel Sphinxes. It's more of a statement. Yeah, and it also makes it so that, you know, Phil... Kaivano. Yeah, if you want to do any do No like, one like tries to wander into your area. It's got like a dressing screen. Yeah, exactly. They know like, hey, I'll stay on my there's and you know all the close up photos, people you know, those photogs in the front, all the close up photos of me will look great because there'll be a sphinx in every shot. Yeah. You don't have to worry about you know, you, know, you can still do things like the those pesky backdrops symbols, and all that. Pesky symbols being in in the shot. But mention nothing about the Sphinx if anybody asks. Yeah, that you just like say it wasn't even there. I like some of the fan art though because it's it's um oh wait. Dio staged used animatronic night. Oh. And um <laughs> Are we gonna have any any women <clears throat> listening by the end of this? I would this was honestly a concern of mine. I was like, we may have gone one item too far. But I, let's end on the Dio. Should have gone with the clothes. The animatronic. There's plenty of clothes. I saw a vest. There's vests. I don't <laughs> think a vest is bringing any women back there's to the show. There's everything. If you want, like, a Dio-sized auto car racing outfit, they have that worn by Dio. But check this out. The animatronic knight. Dio, if we could say he's five feet tall, the knight has to be about seven feet tall and looks like it was, like... The concept was put together by a third grader. Do you see the face there? Yeah. It's really stupid. You it's really, but it looks it's great. Like, it looks like an eight-year-old did it. And but it would they, look great from the cheap seats. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, that's really what it's all about. I mean, you know, it, it wasn't that much different from the old circus art. You know, you're <coughs> the old circus art. It's terrible, but they didn't care because it, it read. You could read it from, yeah. you know, 200 feet away. Any Let's more detail on it would have been just lost on. I forgot to give the phone. If anyone wants to call regarding the Dio auction or something else entirely, the number here on the goddamn Dave Hill sh- show is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. I think we might have driven this over the cliff. No. <laughs> no. We've taken it. I got a weird feeling. I, I don't you know. think it's over? Already? No, it just started. No, let's you know. Let's see who this is. Oh my! Oh my God! 
That may have driven it over the cliff. Who's calling? I, who's calling? I'm sorry. Who's I want that deal thing. Wow. Wait, this sub you know what I would do if I were anyone but me? I would call and scoop Ing Dave on playing the guitar on this shit. Just call <laughs> sooner than him. Just jump in. <laughs> no, I'm not recommending anyone try that. I'm but, recommending it. But I, with I, me. I thought for us, this is the pride of Bensonhurst, Ing Dave? The itchy taint of Bensonhurst. The itchy taint. And we're back. Hey, See? Hey. See, Dave, it wasn't that hard. We're back and better than ever. That's yeah, true. <laughs> The itchy Please taint of Benson. The Was there anything else in the running besides itchy taint? I just thought of it. Yeah, you can tell that was from the heart. I don't now know if the workshop it. Wasn't, then it you know, like the bunion of Bensonhurst or other things. Ing, I love it when you come on because it, it always sounds, it always brings things to mind when you play. And like the last time it was Apocalypse Now, the guy in the foxhole listening to the cassette. And this time it's it's like you ever like listen to a concert that you you're not you couldn't get in the concert so you have to listen to it like on the other side of the head? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. It's, sure it's like it Van enough. Halen eighty four, like but from the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like all that delay. All That's that kinda cool, like Yeah. I used to do that growing up there was a college, John Carroll University in University Heights, Ohio, up the street from my boyhood home. And bands would come, and I would go stand outside. And in a way, I think probably my idea of what the concert was was probably better than what the concert was. Sure. Okay. You, could be you know what I mean? Sure, that's absolutely true, Dave. David Johansson was playing pre-Buster Point. He was still rocking, but solo. And I, I could just hear him rocking in there, and I was like, man, probably everyone's going crazy in there. I'm gonna get grounded when I get home because I shouldn't be out this late. <laughs> Little Dave Hill, as I as I called myself back then. Lil, like L I. Little Dave Hill, Lil yeah, Dave. it was just me and my slingshot standing outside of concerts. <laughs> and, it, and would you stand out and would not without going in? Where were you? Like on a street somewhere? Or just, like out in front of the auditorium, right. and you could hear just sort of the echo of. Of rock. I did that too. And when one of the inner doors opened, he heard it a little bit louder. <laughs> yeah. I think almost everything. This is what I don't like about about how uh, all shows now, people tape it on their phone or whatever. How they're recorded on their phone and then posted to the internet because then no one has to imagine. Or I used to love like missing shows and have someone tell me about it. Yeah. Like, I could just see it. I almost like it better than actually going to the show way, just hearing about better. it. <laughs> it's always going to be better. No, it's way better. I mean, that, that's half a rock and roll was made like timeless because of imagination, not because of its actuality. Yeah, like Prince. Because of the anticipation. I remember when I was a kid, like Prince came to town and the next day at school, everyone was like, he, a, a woman performed oral sex on him on stage. He was playing at the Richfield Coliseum. In Cle outside of, in Cleveland, basically. So the legend in school the next day was that he uh, had s 
there was a sex act on stage. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my gosh. You wouldn't be able to confirm that that didn't happen now. You, we just accept it as true yeah, as kids. No, the whole YouTube rock thing, it's, it's, it kills it for me. It's like, I don't want to see that. You know, it sounds, sounds terrible. You, there's no anticipation for anything. It's like, oh, no. Don't you love digital? Dig, uh, no, uh, digital. Now, if we thought, if we were concerned that Dio auction talk might scare off listeners, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the talk of digital? digital versus analog, <laughs> I... I I know enough to stop that in its tracks. All I know is like a lot of information is great, but a lot of information on, on uh, too much information on shows and stuff turns me off because I don't get to be a part of the anticipation process. Wait, wh- I like to anticipate something. If I see too much of it, I'll basically, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people go, hey, you want to go see that band? Let's go check it out on YouTube. And then they don't go. Yeah. And, uh. And it's like that's no way to judge it. Well, my, that's my what experience. That's probably because I I was just saying this the other day is like most most rock shows you go to, and after about twenty minutes, you go like, "This is great." I kind of wish it'd be over. <laughs> I wish they would. Sounds great. I wish they would stop doing that, and I could go home. I've had a great time, but uh, I don't need the next hour of this. Present company excluded, of course. You know this. Well, it's usually but like 35 minutes. Well, Keith Richards said once that the perfect rock show is 20 minutes. And I, I don't necessarily disagree. And if nothing's going to... If there's not going to be, like, explosions and stuff, yeah, then I don't know. Maybe he's right. Yeah, and, yeah, we have, and we have to separate that. It's like it, there's, pure, there's pure live rock excitement from the people who are doing it on the stage. Then there's special effects excitement. You add it to that. Um, so where's it going to come from? And you could probably stretch it out, but I think he's right. After 20 minutes, it, it, you kind of go into a recycle thing. So you better have some either some hits or some some sort of quality control leaned I, on. I have an idea for clubs, like when you go when the bands play in bars and things like that. The bands play two songs. And then there's a 10-minute break during which the entire, everyone in attendance is, gets to decide whether the band continues. <laughs> and, if the, and a messenger will come up and be like, hey, the consensus is, you guys are great, but wow. we don't need more. It's <laughs> brutal. I know, it's but true. I think it could be like, it would just be, you know... I like the idea, although it, it would be corrupted. There'd be someone, you know, like another band... Yeah, then someone would like, be like, like, well, you know, everyone's going to vote whether if you want this band to continue or not. Plus, we have, like, free hot dogs in the lobby, you know. <laughs> you start offering, like, free food and stuff to get people away. Maybe it, maybe it could just be there could be, like, a guy, like a concierge of some sort. One guy decides. I suppose One unbiased. Everybody could click. <laughs> they could sit there on their phones clicking, like, get them off. Like just a modern or, version of the old uh, or somebody vaudeville. On, the, yeah, the yeah. Somebody on a stage with his thumb and just mm, wavering. Yeah, and then and then if they get voted thumbs down, uh, a gladiator with a, a net comes on and throws it over the whole band, and they get dra- and I say this. I as like the a old trapdoor vaudeville trapdoor version where the thing would come out under the feet and they'd fall below the stage, like poof, just disappear off the stage, or. 
They used to do that in vaudeville, and they always used to have the cane. Oh, they yeah. They put a cane around somebody's neck and just yank them off. Because yeah. people used to do, in vaudeville, it was people did boo people off the stage. It was it perfectly accepted. Yeah. But you with don't the, like it. The trap door should be not all the way down, but just like a foot down. So it's more embarrassing than anything else. So everybody on stage would fall down like a level. foot. And they would just look ridiculous, and then they Small would just <laughs> slink off the stage. Ing Dave? Yes. 20 minutes. We'll wait. Tw- 20 minutes. Oh, I got a question to ask wait, you. Wait. going to England, right? Oh, you do? I-, I am going to England? I heard you say that. I don't think I'm going to England. Are you going to England? When am I going to England? I have no passport. I mean, I'm sure I'll go to England again, but I have no plans as of this uh, show. Why? Well, I, when you do, make sure you get some cockney. <laughs> Wait, you really? I'll never get that 15 <laughs> seconds back. Oh, wow. You love that cockney, don't you? Oh, my gosh. You love it. From a grown man, no less. I was just going to say, you know I'm juvenile. Now I do. I mean, I oh, knew you before. knew before that. I knew before. Well, thank you, Ing Dave. Uh... Go out on a high note, as they say. Oh, yeah. 20 minutes. Right. All right. Wait, do you want to do the station ID? You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, and New York City and Rockland County at 91.9, and in the little matrix at WFMU.org. Oh, man, I forgot to hit the reverb. Oh, we'll call call back. We'll call back That's in twenty minutes. So then knows it. That's insane. I know okay, he knows bye. it better than I do. All right, thanks, Ing Dave. Yeah. I'm here with Dave Windor from Monster Magnet and Tim Cronin from Ribeye Brothers. This is the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Do you know last week, one one of my guests was um, Alex from Bright Brown. Uh, he plays the Chapman Stick. And it, it, as the show, you know, because I, I get foggier and foggier as I, after the eleven o'clock hour. If I'm not already. And uh, he told me that I was calling uh, his band Brown Bunny about (laughs) half the time. And he didn't correct me. So I apologize uh, for that lack of... You ever see uh, Brown Bunny? I did. It's a... It's got Chloe, that great scene. Yeah, where she uh, performs a sex act. uh, Looks very real. It looks very real, but and it's weird because, on the one hand, you think, well, that wasn't necessary. But on the other hand, you think, what would there be in this movie if that didn't happen? I thought it was poignant. The whole movie was poignant. No, that part. Oh, that part was yeah, very yeah, it was, poignant. It was pivotal. It was pivotal. Well, let's let's see what this is about. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, Dave. It's Sybil from Orange County. Sybil from Orange from Orange County, uh, New Jersey or California? Uh, New York. New York. Yeah, Orange County. That was New my York. third yeah. guess. You would think my working knowledge of uh, the tri-state area would be stronger, but it's here we are. Well, we're adjacent, New Jersey adjacent. Okay, there was the confusion. So good enough. Listen, I I just want to um, you know you're always saying well that's the last female listener just turned off her radio and all that stuff and I just I think I speak for all the women when I say that is not true we are with you 
I think your show has long been considered a forum for women's issues and concerns. And even if we don't know what you're talking about with gear talk or pedal talk, whatever, we can put it together using contextual clues and we are with you. And we love it. It's kind of like eavesdropping outside of my big brother's room when he had his friends sleeping over. I didn't have a big brother, but I always wanted to be able to do that. And, and you're giving me that chance. So. Well, Sybil, I want to thank you. And if I could, if there's any way I could, <laughs> I would show how grateful I am by winning the Dio Stage to Use Projector. <laughs> Starting bid, four hundred dollars. Just abuse the whole. I mean, how would I have known about that? <coughs> well, thank you so much. That, that, that existed. No, so thank, thank you. Thank you uh, for your kind words. Um, yeah. You know, because it's. I, I guess. I guess we shouldn't assume that. Uh, that uh, women tune. Someone was, was saying this uh, to me uh, the other night, actually. Uh, um, a woman who's in the pedal industry, actually. My friend yeah. Anna from Earthquaker Devices was saying, you know, you shouldn't assume that women aren't interested in pedals. I, Fair I, enough. I work full-time with pedals, and I love pedals. She said something well, to that effect. I don't have anything Effects to pedal? do with pedals yeah. ever in my life and career, but I find it to be totally fascinating. What do you and, and, and I'm given a window into, you know, what it's all about. Yeah, hopefully enthusiasm begets enthusiasm. It doesn't have to be... come up a little. Or bring yeah, hopefully... Yeah. Yeah. If okay. anything, I'm turning the radio up in this moment. Oh, because oh wow. Because there's details on offer coming through the radio that you will not hear any other place. Well... She's really amazing. It, I, you're the best. Well, I think... I, I really appreciate what you're doing. Well, th- thank you. That's nice to involved hear. In this. I don't know. I think... No, oh, like how a to talk into the mic? Months ago, there was a discussion about um, like a tampon and maxi pad difference. Oh. You know, like figure, so getting that sorted out. So don't do you don't want, assume that you're do you not want like working it out on on behalf of women's issues. Oh, thank you. Well, well, you know, we're, I'm I'm not afraid to confront the women's issues head on. If there's a way I can, neither do am it. I. I would. Li- I'd much rather. What, if there's a way we can do it more effectively, effectively than talking about guitar equipment, well, we'd have to have I'm a woman in the room. Would, would I wouldn't begin. assume that. Well, I, there's I going to be. The, okay, here's what it is. It's the attention on detail. Yeah. The attention on detail is feminist. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I, I have three sisters, and uh, uh, I grew up in a in a in a of female dominated uh I had five house of, yeah. you had five sisters there it is yeah. Tim how many sisters none you're a monster <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yes it's an apt description yes <laughs> well uh. I I promise I'm not going to do this again after what I'm about to say but I happen to gla- glance down and here is the dragon's head that I was telling She's you about leave it alone we, whoa wow <laughs> see Sybil I gotta say, Sybil, the, the dragon head is pretty amazing. It's a monumental I've, I've, animatronic. I love one. Well, if you have, there, the starting bid is fifteen hundred dollars. They're guessing okay. it's going to go from three All to right. five thousand dollars, which as a steal, not terrible for right. a dragon's head. I mean, but it's as big as a real dragon's head. I mean, could you put it on the lawn and scare kids with it? It's That's what, what I want to well, do. Well, yeah. 
Dave. I want that thing to be like a local attraction. Well, but I'm pretty sure you can because check this out. That becomes a family heirloom after a while. There's that's Dio. true. That's There's oh, Dio. Holy, look at There's that. There's the head. They, if you go Hand on this down website. down to the generation. Right, exactly. <laughs> this, it's big. Something Dio, sacred. That's a giant. The Dio, if Dio's five feet, that dragon head has got to be uh, like it, it, eight it feet. It looks like Gorgo, one of my favorite 60s monsters. He... That's amazing. How much? This, well, someone's already someone has already wisely bid fifteen hundred dollars. Is it Ing Dave? Fifteen hundred is worth it for that, I would imagine. Oh man, I might just throw. Sybil, are you like like what's going on? Scraping? What are you doing? Like? Oh, sorry, I am scrubbing my kitchen floor. Oh That's wow! Great. I thought you were like using a true. washboard. It sounded like you were. I like, can't believe that you can hear that. I might as well be using a washboard, but I am. I mean, I don't just mop it. I, I get down and I scrub it. So wait, That's so are you like Bluetoothing now and just like scrubbing away? No, I got my headphones. Okay, it's so a headphones. Like you use in the car. Down on the floor I can't scrubbing away. You guys can hear that. Amazing. Well, it's just the state of the art uh, equipment. It is. Here. It's, it's picking it up. It's picking it up. What do you? Right, what I'll do take a break. What do you? What do you do? Uh, we, oh, we still, I, was, I thought I asked that, but then we didn't. We didn't find out, did we? What do you do when you're not? Uh, well, washing um, floors I with make, diligence, not like, seen um, since uh, the Middle performances Ages. Performances and rituals and stuff. You what? I make performances and rituals and stuff, and I write. Um, rituals. Like, um, yeah, I've been making these rituals these last three years. Every solstice and every equinox. Oh well, if there's and anyone that needs the like, Dio dragon's head, it's you. I know. That's why I'm saying this is like per. It, it makes so much sense. Wait, so your job is, is you, you make rituals? Yeah, that, is, that has been one of my jobs for the last three years. And I'm hoping I can, you know, keep it going. Is I this think it's a, a great thing to do. This you is have trouble a, getting people to, to you know, it's, it's hard to organize a ritual and get everyone to, like, be into it. Like, oh, no, my God. I think it's a Stand there. I didn't say move. I said stay, you have to form a human circle. Is it site-specific so or is it a... Yeah, it's like they're all site specific, and um, they're like specific to the day and anything that's going on in that day, and like what is going on with the moon and what's going on with the change of seasons, you know, and um, you know the sun and the moon, how all that's working, what's going on with our consciousness. This and, is a growth um, industry, I think, because I was talking to my my friend Bob, who's a, a cop in Cleveland. And I talked to him like a yeah. year ago about this, and he was like, "Well, I'm gonna ex- he was gonna extend his time on the force to make all this more money because uh, of the way it, I don't know some whole operation where you get your pension and blah blah blah." Yeah, yeah. Like, and then he opened like uh, some like a I'm probably not getting the terminology right, but a witchcraft store. Uh huh. And he makes weapons and stuff. <laughs> and all like witchy weapons. Witchy weapons. He makes all sorts of witchy stuff, and he said, "No, I'm not going to stay on the force because this witch business Take has off. taken off." Yeah. So well, uh, it's it's a big deal right now. We sort of need it to like counterbalance, you know, what's going on with the politics and everything. It's true. Well, that's what I was wondering. Do we you all know that the organized religion isn't coming stepping up? Well, th- they're not stepping up to the, the plate. I mean, Christianity has sort of been. Co-opted. So what? So now, people got to find like something else. Look right now, Christine. Well, no. did you see? There's Catholic a um, 
No. I saw this on some, uh, maybe it was CNN or something. They actually um, invited a Satanist to do the invocation at a town hall meeting in Pensacola, Florida. I think I and saw that too. That checks out. It's pretty solid. Well, the Church of Satan, I mean, they're, they're way more... They're doing all kinds of stuff. They're way more... First of all, one of the best... I think I've said this on the show before. Their Twitter account is one of the funniest. <laughs> is that hysterical or what? It's, whoever runs it is brilliant. Well, I think yeah, they know what's going on. It's basically a bunch of, like, swingers, really. I mean, is, and, and, like, self-empower, like a... You know, like a self-help swingers. Yeah, but... Which sounds great on paper, but <laughs> but then when you get to the swinger party, I can assure you, you don't want to be at that party. Oh, no, I'm no. guessing. I had a friend who was a swinger, all. and uh, I would sometimes meet his yeah, it, swinging friends. It's brutal, dude. I, I met him too. I met those people too, and I was like, this is not a. Some things are better you left to fantasy. You just don't know what you're getting into. Well, it's just better day to day. It's like standing outside the concert and just hearing. <laughs> That's exactly you right. Go. You don't really want to, you know. No. The idea of it is no. so much better. Oh, yeah. Isn't that half of life, though, your idea of life? Well, you, yeah, definitely. Okay, concerts, uh, orgies. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, sex rituals of any sort, I would say. I mean, how could it be better than, a, like, a Dario Angento movie? You know, how, how could... Exactly. How could a, an orgy be better than, like, some Italian horror sex movie from, like, 1973? It's just not going to work. No. Because the casting, the ca- the real-life casting that takes place yeah. and the is horrifying. And the thing about the imagination is you can swap out at any time. If it's not working, you can just say cut. <laughs> That's a big commitment. You're there in a room full of people. That's too bad, Dave. I'm. Uh, this you is my. Pay attention I'm, to the show. Don't. You, I told you. I'm multitasking. I'm t- telling James to go down and let Galen in, and Uh-oh. to bid on some Dio stuff. Uh, yeah, and to bid on a dragon's head. Well, um, I wanted to say this. You want to go in on a dragon? Can you imagine that? We'll both go. We'll all three go in, and we'll have a big fight, and we can make a documentary. I was going to say, I don't. Let a I will, murder. I want something man. for this American life. I would love to do this, but I worry that it would destroy our friendship. If because you guys, oh, would have to. You guys live close enough to each other where the head could be easily be shared, arguably. And put it in the yard. Yeah. In the spring. On top of the so. house. And I, I don't live. You know, I live. Probably an hour and a half from you guys, and I my Dio Dragonhead access I feel like would be compromised as a result. But How, you could do a whole thing like a parade <laughs> to bring it from one place to oh, another, like at the, the the proper time. Like it spends a certain amount of time a in parade. each guy's place. It's true. True. It, t- it could be like a, could be like a but it would be weird though. It'd be like at a knock on the door at like two a.m. It'd be Dave. It'd be like. Yeah, I just want to see the dragon head. Like, yeah, dragon. Man, I'm sorry. It's not going to work <laughs> out right now. Yeah, but think about this. Dragon head sleeping. When we do the dragon head sleep, the, the dragon head um, parade for to the handoff, we get Sybil to plan the ritual. Yeah. See? It should, be, it should have a ritual. It's so meaningful. Like a, how, how far is it between New York and Red Bank? Like 40 miles? 50? Yeah. 
50? 50 I'm miles. Okay, so as we, the crow so flies. Beautiful. We get a bunch of uh, children. We're going to need about back 30 children to carry this. Actually, they won't. because really this tiny adults. I, I hadn't met, mentioned this. Trust as Dio. But uh, guess All what? Dio sides, people. There is a road case that the head goes in and it's and it it's just all, says head it's all ready to go <laughs> yeah. how much is the case the case comes with it i mean and you just get like all terrain wheels on the bottom of the case so it can make the trip oh like kind of like the way they have them on those bikes and maybe put an engine on it and just drive it <clears throat> yeah um okay uh well listen slowly like or on a tractor yes and everybody has to slow down behind it. Uh, absolutely, if you wait for the drag. This is going to be huge. <clears throat> the, the, wait, the monumental animatronic dragon's head constructed in metal and painted fiberglass with backlit red eyes and hydraulic articulated jaws. Originally crowned... what that means, right? Yeah, yeah, the jaw... The, the yes. dragon can bite you if that's what you're after. It's Origi got laser eyes. Originally crowning an entire robot robotic dragon that was brought on stage during the 1985-1986 Sacred Heart Tour. I believe that would be with Craig Goldie on guitar. To be slain each night by Ronnie James Dio. I think. The head represents the only part that was saved by Dio and is housed in... That's almost like... A metaphor for something and exactly. is housed in a custom fitted rolling crate accompanied by a frame you get the photograph of Dio with yeah I like the fact that he slayed it every night on stage every night as with if... one of those swords that you can also buy yeah you those can mini swords when I was in college we had a poster of Dio or maybe my fr I can't even remember but the in the corner it was Dio with a sword and he was sort of holding it out not as if to stab you but to be like hey check out my sword right and in the t corner it said deal with sword <laughs> and i th i am almost certain that the swords available in this auction is there any the rainbow one, stuff one on this yes there is i'm glad you asked there is a lot of rainbow stuff the rainbow in the dark. no well the, no the band rainbow that you know that he, he sang with after he left Elf. Is there Elf stuff? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Um, no. There is a Marshall half stack. From Elf? From Elf. That's See, like now Dave's 55 years ago. Well, I hope you uh, have a little money left over after you've bought the dragon head because the head is going for $5,000. <laughs> wow. I'm out. Can you imagine what that dragon what had. if it came out that I was actually getting like twenty percent off of all auctioned items? Like it just like well played this massive conspiracy. <laughs> a shill. No, I wish. Mrs. Dio's shill. Oh man. That Can't dragon is pretty amazing, man. I mean it's it's a good looking. Well, he pushes it, but he just gets the dragon head at the end. Wait, so Wait, wait, did you just say something uh, dirty that I... No, I said what? that no. you would chill for her and you would get the dragon's head at the end oh, as payment. Oh, I, I was... It wasn't like some I sexual slime. I thought it was slime. some innuendo. No, it was not. I didn't not. know what you said. You know, dragon's head. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, you know. I don't know. 
But there are a lot. There are a lot of shirts and stuff. You don't know because you're lost in there. You just like, you'd really rather be in Dio world right now than doing this show. I can just see the way that you're acting. You're like your eyes are glazed over. Glazed Dave, over. Look at what I'm looking at. I'm looking at scrolling. Dio stabbing a dragon with a sword, and you're right, giving I, me a I, hard I time about it. And look can you at turn it. the goddamn laptop around so we can see? Oh. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's see, that's Dio. Every night. It's fantastic. Look at that thing. See, and you're giving me a hard oh, time. No, it's, it's 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 amazing. See, you're getting. I, I Do you believe all, he's I, he's chastising me? And he then is. and now just, I would argue he's look, more lost in the thing. I, when I do a show, I don't bring out like my favorite comic books and leave them in front of me so I can be distracted, right? Like, I'm hey, more, I think I'll, this is your show. I know. Well, I'm but talking about the, the Dio's auction. All right. It would be one thing if we were talking about name another topic that's not Dio's auction. Is there another topic? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Ingbe's auction. Well, Ingbe's auction. Um. Wait, where? I think she's at the. I don't know. I don't know that what's going on. Poor at the door. She's at. The, she the man on the. Hey silver. James, where's James? Man on the silver mountain. I don't know where James went. Hopefully he's finding her. On the wheel, on the wheel. See, that's a great song. Oh, yeah. I have the lot. Maybe we'll play the live version tonight. Although, for my money, the second album was the best. The second album? Rising? I would say. Oh, Rainbow, yeah. In your, in the the way you explain things, if I would compare, like, a couple tracks off the first one, a couple tracks off the second one, you have decent, a solid album. (laughs) That's the way you do it. Yeah. Constantly consolidating. You're not wrong. No, well, Sybil, Sybil, you know what uh, we should do? How far yes. away is Orange County, New York from here? Oh, it's like an hour and a half from New oh, York Oh, that's City. far. So you're listening the, on the Westchester uh, signal probably. Is that in Canada? Well, I, I'm listening on the app, but the I app. can get it on the Westchester signal, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Rockland County. There's the app mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, my car up here, I get it from there, yeah. Well, we should have you in here sometime to do some sort of ritual. If, I'm you, in. if you'd be willing, I don't want to be presumptuous. I'm in. I wanted to do, I was going to try to come in April to be part of the art show, but I can't remember what happened. I had to go somewhere or something. I couldn't, like, the Another date, I couldn't make the ritual. date work, but a bunch of us were going to come. Well, maybe, maybe, do one. maybe, yeah, you can come to the art show, the next year art show, and do a ritual. Yeah. I love this yes, idea. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Tim, Tim is pointing and nodding. I don't know why. You have a microphone. You could just be like, that's a good idea. <laughs> you're, you're on the show, Tim. Yeah, I know, but like... You yeah. can weigh in. It was a good idea, and it was known it was a good idea. So you didn't feel like... I didn't, you so he gave the I didn't have to pile on with the, hey, the radio, that's a good idea. The radio thumbs up. Because it would have been like, yeah, we know it's a good idea. But see, well, I, that's I what Robin Quivers does he for a living. In, in the corner, just... like, shaking his head slowly with his arms folded. And as far as I know, that's what he was doing. That's exactly so, what he was doing. Thank he, you for pointing out that he was pointing and sh- nodding his. He's head. folding his arms and nodding and nodding his head. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He he I was, was. Could not have been more accurate. If he had a cigar, and like a bowler <laughs> hat, yeah. it would have been better. It would have been dead <laughs> on him, but but uh, you know, we get what we. Get. I can see it. I can see it. And the monocle. Oh. And the monocle. 
monocles, monocles are coming back, man. I'm bringing them back next year. Monocles. Really? It's going to be some tour merch. I would like yeah. to see that. The yep. monster magnet. Not to... Um, Women love it. You guys, you guys just came out. I saw on the internet that, like, you well, you you redid your website. Well, Do you know this re- stuff? That's just a temporary stopgap. But yes. Okay. But then there's all these new shirts for sale. Some yeah. are old, also. Old and old. But I'm saying, but it made me think. There's a lot of cool shirts, but then, what if there were the, the there was the bull god monocle? That just sells itself. Something to I think know. about. I, I'm a huge monocle fan. It would be pretty great. Just something they to think about. They make a statement. It means like you know you're paying. Why attention. did they ever like? Why don't we have them anymore? I think they scared people. And I people have just, two eyes. Yeah, and people have two eyes. That that I think that's the big thing. The yeah. two eyes. That's where. I think that's, that's where they lost people. Realize, the monocle helped us to realize that. In a Cyclopean world, it would have ruled. In a Cyclopean world, the monocle... The reason I like the monocle the best is because it, it just... You can't wear one without looking like you're making a face. It, it forces you in, into this kind of like... Like... Uh, yeah. Emoji like her, because <laughs> your yeah. entire Everyone being is trying like to squeeze it into your head, paying attention or something like, or or frowning or something. Yeah. It's hysterical. Yeah, and it's sort of like uh, there's an expectation put upon you if you have a mono. It's like wearing like an, an ascot or something, <laughs> like, but like more more than that. It's like you a, have to uh, talk in a regular voice. Yeah, you have to, you have to be some sort of. Uh, Either the like Colonel Clink. You need a riding you know, crop with it. Wait, think, come, think clink. You gotta pull that that mic. Think clink. Stiff. Think clink. Think clink. Oh yeah, Colonel Clink. I was trying to because th- I was thinking the Monopoly guy, right? Monopoly yeah, guy. Monopoly guy. Wow. And then um, the the penguin. A friend of mine just penguin. texted me. Third eye monocle. That would be for Monster Magnet. Ooh. Third eye. monocle. Yeah, dude. And it, who was that? Uh, that was put. Otto, Otto That's von, a really good idea. Who was the, the German director? Otto von Monocle? No, uh, no Otto von Sternberg. <laughs> B- Bismarck? Sternberg. No, no, no. Uh, the Wait. German film director in the United States in the 30s and 40s. 20s and oh. 30s. And, uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, he's, he's famous. And, boy, that guy sported a monocle like nobody's business. It's always good to have a bald pate in a monocle, yeah. too. Yeah. It makes a bald head look good. It's kind of weird not to have one if you know where a monocle. Well, you look like it's some punk kid playing around with something serious. Well, that's what's going to happen. We all, <laughs> that's unfortunately where it all... It's going to be like yes. vaping. <laughs> it, yeah, it's yeah. It's true. A bunch of vaping little idiots with monocles. Vaping. Don't get me started on vaping. Yeah. Have you thought of a monster magnet vape pen? I should. He just did. I mean, Ding. what's going on? <laughs> She's moving. Sorry. She's civil, she just, can't wait. She, she just passed, passed out. out. I, got, I tried. I sat down and I tried to stop do, 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 do. cleaning and mopping. But no, no one's I complaining. It's more It's coming from a place of concern, I think. It is okay. concern. No, no, no. I just knocked. I'm mopping now and I knocked a little, um, little watering can over. Oh, no one's judging you. Well, yeah, okay, civil. Let's. Clean. As yeah. Joe Franklin used to say, let's keep in close contact. Close we... contact at all times. Thank you so much. Anytime. We'll be in to do a ritual. 
I would love but, it. But you got to get the dragon's head. We got to have the dragon's head. I feel Ritual. like that's going to be an essential component. I'm I'm speaking to my accountant in the morning about this. Well, if we can't afford it, it can we put it out to the listeners? Thank you so every... much, you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Good night, Sybil. Good luck with okay, uh, enjoy. Good night. the floor. Good night. Thanks. Right, okay, bye. The number is 201-209-9368. I'm here with Dave Windorf from Monster Magnet, Tim Cronin from Ribeye Brothers. This is the goddamn Dave Hill Show. I'm going to try not to talk about the Dio auction anymore. Let's t- let's let's not talk well, about it. Go ahead. Uh, you know, no, no. It's your I've show. I, I overstepped the boundary here. No, like, well, you proved, you proved... I felt vindicated when you got that excited about the, well, it's, the dragon it, head. It's enormous, and it's really cool, and it kind of reminds me of Gorgo. Yeah, there's no way on earth... You can't not talk about it. Yeah. It's staring you in the face. I mean, part of me thinks, like, well, that's not my aesthetic at the house to have a big an, uh, eight-foot dragon Only head. because you don't have one. Yeah, when you get one, then all the other stuff starts to well, look it's weird. There are, it's like a force of nature. It's going to force its aesthetic on you, so be careful. You know, once you Your get life it, will be like, built around yeah. that. But then all it takes is just come one You'll bad be known day. as the dragon guy. Yeah, but then... I don't know. Then I just wouldn't want to do it and then have people start to think like that they can get other stuff they think I might like. Like a, a like a like a wizard statue or something, which now that I've just said it I'm like, well that'd be kinda cool. And um, that, that will happen. You like this stuff, right? Got you uh I got you uh <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a little ceramic yeah. wizard statue for catcher. that. You put you it like on your dreams. You got to do dreams. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like, then I have like some. It's all in my office, and it's getting all dusty. And then, pe- and then I'm dead, and be like, what are we gonna do with Dave's stuff? This could be weeks from now. Hopefully, by, by the auction way. it off. Hopefully, I'll <laughs> have a woman that will auction it off for you. I worry about we'll that. Think that you the really circle of life will be here. And they'll come back from the dead. Like Dave. I wasn't really into all this stuff. This is stuff that people gave me that I never thumped. No. No, You'll leave a note. Say, Please read this before you auction off my stuff. <laughs> we, we, you guys, we have a record of this since this show is being recorded and people are listening, at least a handful. Um, will you guys be in charge of the au- auction of my estate after my untimely death? Glad. Sure. Should it be untimely? Sure. Do you, you know, any hard drives you want wiped or anything like that, too? I, we're good on that. Probably. Too. Just to be safe, yeah. wipe the hard drives. Yeah, Anything <laughs> you want cleaned up? I may, I may have tidied up. I don't have that much, that much stuff that that I I wouldn't want anyone to find. I don't. But I don't, it would be something weird, like an embarrassing petal. You'd have it'd be like. Yeah, like a. Uh, like, like I never a, really liked that rat petal. No, the thing is, you know, yeah, it, yeah. No, it'd be like <laughs> the one piece of clothes that you bought because it was so stupid, and then you decide to bury you in it. He must have liked this. Yeah. He took good care of He'd it. He loved butterscotch plaid. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. No, I, I'm. Oh man, butterscotch plaid. What is butterscotch plaid? It, it, in, I in, haven't thought of it. In a I while, had a pair of pants it, in real. butterscotch plaid when I was in uh, grade school. Okay, now I, I thought Danny D was coming, and I would have gotten him on the case of this. A butterscotch plaid. Something Googling. Is real, but the oh, way I, I see it. Feel. Yeah. Yeah. It was on sale at Robert Hall, which was like a a discount clothing store when I was a yeah. kid and I went to Catholic school so we had to 
wear like slacks. Me, so it was yeah, on yeah. sale, and uh, my parents bought me butterscotch plaid. You couldn't, you couldn't wear jeans to school. No, no, I had or to be. You might uh, wind up on pot. Yes. <laughs> slacks. Yeah. We had to wear slacks, so we bought stuff that was on sale. Did you go to Catholic school, Dave? Nope, I no. didn't. Uh, they, my parents ran out of gas and money by that time. They were just like, all right, they, the first three of eight went oh, to Catholic school. Yeah, eight kids. And then uh, that's a lot. But I remember going. I'm saying to my, I went to like Sunday school, which well, actually Saturday it was catechism. I remember going there for six months or something, and six months of Saturdays, getting taught by a nun, like Catholic stuff. Yeah. I remember going to my mother when I was like 12, going, like, you know, this stuff doesn't really make that much sense. I mean, am I really, I'm like born bad out of the gate and it's all like catch up? <laughs> it was really weird. And uh, I remember my mother was really cool. She goes, look, just between you and me, if you're nice to animals, give people an even break and uh, you know, try to be treated the way you would want to be treated, you're not going to go to hell. You're hereby excused from being a Catholic. Don't tell your father. That's pretty much the whole thing, though. Don't tell your father. Yeah. That's all you need to know. I was like, oh, thanks, Mom. Wow. But then the damage was done, though, because it was just too much fun. All that Old Testament stuff just ruined me. I mean, it didn't ruin me, actually. The locusts and stuff. That's how they get you. Yeah, pillars of salt. Man, oh, man. Greatest story ever told. Which one? All of them. All those oh, great, all, all, them. all this Old Testament stuff is the best. Yeah, the plagues and <clears throat> stuff. Flying frogs. Flying frogs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's total. Well, it's oh, biblical. falling frogs. They, they don't were call flying it biblical eventually. for nothing. And sex. Like, lots of sex. A lot of, like, damnation. And lots of, like, no turning back. Yeah, you know? Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom plus Gomorrah. Deluxe. So, what, yeah. Well, when it, when what it came, went on in Gomorrah? We know it went on in Sodom. I always think of it like the Twin Cities. Yeah, yeah. Like the kind of like, well, you know. If you went to Minneapolis and everyone like going was to just having anal sex on Gamora the corner. I heard Gamora wasn't nearly as St. bad. St. Paul was, you know, kind of damned. You know? Yeah. No, no, I heard Gamora wasn't nearly as bad. And they got a bump. They got a they bump. Get well, like St. Paul's not as bad as Minneapolis. But uh, it sounded better and then they got kind of dragged through the mud. And yeah, a lot of those poor people were turned into pillars of salt for no reason at all. They were perfectly fine people. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah, there was no... Well, let's let's take a break because I I need to freshen up, and then uh, we'll get Galen Ayers down here. Dave, there's no swears in the song "Brainwashed" from the new Monster Magnet record, "Mind Sucker." No. Mind effer. Mind yeah. effer. Uh, uh, yep. No. Okay, no, I needed no to swears. check. Well, I'm glad you said that because this next song is "Brainwashed." Are you sure? From the brand new out. Well, not brand new. It's been out uh, since May? Yes. Two months. Brand newish. That's newish. Newish. Still that is pretty a, brand it new. Still has that new car smell. I don't know why I qualified it that way. It's brand new. From their latest album. From their latest album. My latest ever. opus. And then we'll play. And then, so I'm going to go fresh and I'm then we'll get Galen down here. And you guys can move down Merv Griffin style. And we'll be back to go through. The rest of the items available in the DO auction. Wow. The number here is 201 209 9368. That's 201 209 9368. We haven't checked in with James. We, J- hey, James. We'll get him. We'll get him and we'll check in with him. I don't know where he went. We may have lost him. Oh, here he there is. You go. 
I'm sorry we haven't checked in with you. I'll turn your mic on. Evening, fellas. I'm sorry. It's like in all the excitement, we were going off to the races. You, you got a haircut uh, about a month and a half ago. But, but it did happen. But thanks for noticing. Yes, <laughs> I haven't seen you much lately. Just so. want to be clear that it happened. Yes, I did notice it last week, but I don't think I said anything about y- it. You're not factually inaccurate on this one. I mean, it could. If you tell say to anyone that they got a haircut, you're never wrong. No, right. Some people usually. A you toddler know, might be wrong. You might be wrong. Yeah. Anyway, it looks great. Thank you. It's high standards here. I gotta keep up, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a, this is a hair care is uh, paramount. Paramount at WFMU. All right, let's let's um, we'll be back shortly here Can't on the wait. program because I I'm gonna. Uh, you just heard. Love. I accidentally played love twice tonight, but that's a perfectly fine mistake. That was L.A. Blues, but what did I play before that? Hereditary Impediment by Happy Confusion. And before that, Brainwashed by Monster Magnet from their brand new album, Mind Mind Effer. Has a swear in it. And I've been wearing the, t- the T-shirt, that awesome T-shirt that, well, I have in two sizes for, for my weight fluctuations. <laughs> I'm always thinking, Dave. It's, you know, but, uh, and it has a swear on it, and uh, I like it because it gives me a little street credibility. Man, it says something, you know what I'm saying? And everyone knows I'm the bad element in my neighborhood because that's the swears. This is the goddamn Dave Hill Show. We've been here. Well, I'm Dave from before. You just heard Dave Windor from Monster Magnet, who's been with us. And Tim Cronin from Ribeye Brothers. And now joining us is Galen Ayers. Thank you for coming. Am I pronouncing... Hi. Am I pronouncing... Now I'm, now I'm self-conscious are. about the last name. Am I getting the last name? Pronounced yes. properly? It is, yes. No. I'm not adding tell an extra it's wrong. syllable. Just tell, <laughs> me, tell me you got it all wrong. It would be no, great. No, it's... It's, it's Galen right. Ayers. Galen Ayers. Yes. Now you... Okay, Can now. we get my middle name out of the way? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah, please. Here, come, come off the mic just a little bit. No, that's too much. Split the difference. There, there we go. That's perfect. Um, full name is Galen Champagne Ayers. Wow. Wait, Really? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you always just have the three names? <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, it's got a nice ring to it, man. Right there. Gallon, gallon champagne hairs. Here you can bring. It. Still closer. Closer. I love that. Closer. Really, that's your real. That's mi- my real name. Oh my god. I get smiles from every single, uh, <laughs> every passport control. They're like, really, really. I'm like Evelyn Champagne King. Yeah. You know something I knew it was something. What? There's something. another person? There was an old Evelyn disco artist Ch- yeah, named uh, Evelyn, Evelyn Champagne King. I couldn't King. think of her name. I think Champagne yeah. might have just been an, a nickname. Ah. No, this is legal. Like no, this is, yeah, this is legal. Law. This is different. <laughs> this it's legit. Is, this is legit hippie parents. That's Yeah, I was I was reading up on you too. Well, I I've been reading up on you for uh-huh. months now. 
but I was doing some brushing up. (laughs) You, yeah, you had hippie parents, and you grew up in Spain and Greece, and, well, you've been all over the place. Which is much more common than you think in, in Europe. You know, you kind of France, Greece, Spain. Well, cause it's like because right. it's, it's like it's living it's in Ohio and then moving to Chicago. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I realized that's different living in America now here. When I'm thinking in terms of scale traveling and I'm speaking to normally an American, they're thinking, as you're saying, yeah, and I'll think Florida is the equivalent from here as like, I don't know, from... Madrid to Barcelona or Portugal from Barcelona and it's not the scale is so different between European traveling yeah. mindset and yeah. America I mean I forget yeah you can just cruise around yeah that's why I like Europe so much I was in three yeah, you don't like one place so they can be in another place tomorrow yeah I was, I was I mean, in pretty quick three countries in one day yeah yeah it's the best one of the last times I was there and one of the funnest things I like when you're on a car trip is, is um, hearing the radio stations change and if you go like from France you have the, like the chanson or the French yeah, song totally. and then you go into Italy and you get the kind of completely right. different feel yeah. and sound then you go into Switzerland up to Austria yeah we gotta get out of it this <laughs> you know, and like when I was on a major record label, uh-huh. um, the major in Europe all had different representatives in different countries. So each of those offices, you know, we have Germans in Germany and Italians in Italy, and they all competed against each other just out of pride. So the records were worked really, really hard. Oh, because they'd hard. be like, we're going to make this number yeah, one in like, Switzerland. We, you know, we, we want Polygram to be number one in, in Italy first. And if really worked great. And you come to America and you just have one guy that's like in charge of everything. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever, I'm sure. We made stickers. And, yeah, we, <laughs> we made in stickers. In a few years. <laughs> I think we have a street team. I think we got a street team. Yeah, it's like Europe is cool. Wow. Wait, I off topic. Tim, wh- why are, why are you five feet higher than everyone I else? I think it's just the uh, chair. Oh, okay. I mean, it's fine. I just are you comfortable? I had to give the tall yeah. guy the big chair because there's so a, there's really a variety of chairs yeah, but this available. Is, it actually fits me well. It's I mean, it's a great. I'm pretty tall anyway. You know, it, r- it reminds me of. <laughs> is there some kind of? Is there something? The Dio perhaps in a Dio dragons. <laughs> no, I promise I won't go. I don't know if you heard upstairs what we've been talking about are, do you know who Ron this will pr- prove my point mm-hmm. and there's no wrong answer to this question but do you know who Ronnie James Dio is I don't should I see it happens it's fine if you don't because um you it's okay <laughs> um what am I missing out or well, I'm I glad th- you asked okay <laughs> Let's now we have to show her the photo, and we won't go down this whole wormhole. But this is Ronnie James Dio. He's killing a dragon. What? That, this is on the Sacred Heart tour, 1984, 1985. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Remember. Every night. Every he, night. He was in Black Sabbath for a while, and then he most famously fronted the band Dio. Okay. But anyway, he died. Unfortunately. Slain dragons? <laughs> Arguably. One dragon too many. But now his a lot of his personal effects, including this dragon head, are going on auction. So it's um, become pretty... It's consumed me, basically. Are and you going to purchase it for the... I don't think I have... Uh, it's $5,000. 
Well, that's what they're expecting it to go for. And Who part, is? I guess the auction people. His wife. And part of me thinks that's a steal, but then, you know, and I, you know, I've. It's a one of a kind thing. I know. I feel, but but imagine if things. I always worry when I spend a lot of money on anything that I'm in all the big t- ticket items in my life will be I'll be just like pushing down the street in a grocery cart. Well, I mean, of course you <laughs> the will. Dragon's head. Well, you know, head. What, to everybody. Well, you know yeah. what they say: you never regret buying a dragon's head. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They yeah. do say that. Yeah, and if and if <laughs> if you ever really need the money, you could sell it easily for what you paid for it. You hope. Yeah. <laughs> But enough about that. I should I should close the the Dio auction page. It slay the damn my, dragon already. I should I'm gonna do it. It's hard. I'm gonna do it. But I feel like just minimize it. It's gone. I find it. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm moving house at the moment, and I'd be I'd be annoyed if I'd bought a, a dragon. dragon head. So maybe you know that's one way of looking at it. Were you, you would never be able to move. Are you are you downsizing or upsizing? If that's a word. Because uh, this was where the dragon comes into play. <laughs> well, it would be upsizing size-wise, yes. Oh, well then... Uh, well, anything moving This from is a New perfect York. time to get... <laughs> to move to yeah, buy a dragon. <laughs> Wait, you're leaving New York? Yeah. Where are you going? I've uh, decided to move to the West Coast for a bit to try it out. West Coast USA? Where, where, what part to of the West Coast? LA. Oh, jeez. I know. Well, we are just about Are you going to give me tips no. <laughs> on yeah, how to don't survive do it. it? Don't do it. Yeah. No, this no. seems to be the unanimous New Yorker yeah, um, uh, experience. I, I, it's, I've been in New York now two and a half years, and I think it'd be fun just for a year. That, that's not long enough. You haven't, like... Uh, you haven't suffered enough. Yeah, you have to get to the point where... <laughs> God damn it. You have to get to the point where just things are... You're just like, I can't spend another day. <laughs> like, uh, I had a bottle of uh, urine thrown on me, and I still didn't leave. I was really? like, trip to the dry cleaner, I'm back. Wow. You can't leave New York. No, I am... Um, I, you know what, I'm... I'm I, I can't... Fortunately or unfortunately, I'm used to having quite a lot of sonic um, silence because I've always grown up kind of in the countryside. I'm, I'm a farm girl, farm girl in, I grew up in, in Spain, in Mallorca, and then I grew up, um, I mean, I went to university and stuff in London, but London compared to New York is a, a, you know, a farm. And you then, think? Yeah, it's definitely more suburban than, or really? at least the a area little I was. Bit. Yeah, right. yeah, I know some parts of London are pretty. I I feel in my experience it was where I was in in Russell Square area and stuff, and then I've spent a lot of my time on an island in Greece because it's just where I grew up with my mm. family and stuff. So, being here two years for me, I I managed to be in the in the um, Lower East Side for about a year, and then I just couldn't hack the. It's just the amount of sensory. Information to go from that zero to that. So then we moved to Dumbo thinking that would be when it was beautiful by the park area kind of thing. But I'm right in between both the the bridges, you know, so every night or morning I'm hearing just the traffic, I'm hearing the trains, and and I'm up there. I'm just kind of done. You know, I I find it hard to create music or when I'm noise thrown at me all the time. 
I moved to Red I Bank. I live in New York. Yeah, this yeah. I live in Red Bank, New Jersey. It's nice and quiet. Oh. <laughs> well, so it I'm is. just looking yeah. for a bit of quiet with also the. Yeah. I mean, I, what I love about the city is meeting people like yourself, you know, and having the great gig opportunities. I make it all worth it. Well, you know, I'm glad that in the last two weeks I'm in the BK, I get to see you. You're moving in yeah. two weeks? Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, my last We're gig really is have to pack in two weeks. August no. 30th. Yeah, the Rockwood, which I'm so happy to play before I leave because you have to play the Rockwood, right? Sure. I've I sung at the bottom in the, the, the stage three one, but never in the second one. Yeah, so everyone has to go August yes. 30th. Is that your record release show? I d- or you've done a you've done a did show that, yeah, I did I did a couple of weeks ago that show at the um, it was at the I was Standard away Hotel otherwise I would have gone yeah it was a fun show it's a beautiful venue you know in the, the penthouse up in the Standard oh east in, oh in the east I don't think east I've been to the east I didn't know there was one yeah it's beautiful there's a downtown in in New York City mm-hmm. I didn't know this the Standard yeah. I thought there yeah. was just the one in by the High Line well I stand corrected. No, I, I thought there was just right. one. I thought there was just one. You too. thought the same thing. For a while, I stayed there one time. Did you? Yeah, it was a nightmare. Why did you stay there? I, was I mean, doing a gig and, and oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> and you go. ended up there. I, I, did, one I night. didn't want to go. I didn't want to go home to Jersey because it was oh. the, like far, the hometown. Yeah, it was an hour. Yeah, south. yeah. And at the show the next night, I didn't want to sleep all day. Plus, I didn't want to go through the whole. You know, be on tour and all of a sudden show up home. People are like, "What are you doing?" Like trying to sleep. I'm working. You know that kind of. Oh thing, yeah, but, but then, really then they're like, it. "Can you, you know, help me?" Uh, yeah. With the mower. Yeah. Can you help me with the mower, <laughs> thing? <laughs> Where you been? Yeah, I've been looking. Help me with the garbage. It's like. Yeah. Oh, is that a thing? I thought that was just me. Now. Is that a thing? You no. need a you need a a break, right? Because I'm about about to go see my family after we move and I do the gig and stuff and I'm just, yeah, in my mind, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I'll just have a few days of just being able to just be a nothing. I used to, a nothing. yeah, um, sure. Know? Nothing to, to offer, nothing to <laughs> be asked for. Come off tour, a tour bus around the United States touring like me, like Fun. a month and a half in a row, straight, so almost intense. every night, intense. Come right home to my little small town and right on the outskirts of town, I would get dropped off and stay in a motor hotel without, really? a, call, without a car for three days. And, and, just, do, and do nothing. Yeah. So you're and right no, by your home? Right outside of just, town. I would just walk, like no car. I'd just walk down the highway to a diner, get something to eat, come back and sleep. And did anyone be like, Dave, I saw this guy one time so much happened. like yeah, you. One time it happened. No, I had, no. I had a girlfriend who saw me. I saw you on the highway. And I was like, that's ridiculous. What would I be doing on a highway walking? Oh, man. Busted. But <laughs> yeah. I needed it. And it, it, was, it really, really works out. But the whole thing is you can't tell anybody because no one's going to understand that. I would only People last till like noon. They're not going to go, what are you going to do? What, what are you doing? I feel like I should understand that having grown up with that. But... I still, yeah, you definitely, it's, it's hard to take it, not take it personally, I yeah. guess, as the family of that person. Well, show business. But haven't you missed me? Don't show you want me? Don't you want my attention? Show business is a cruel mistress, my dear. It is. It's not fair to anyone. It, you know what I mean? It's somebody always gets left out. And often, everybody gets left out at one point or another. What do you mean by That's that? That's the beauty well, of it. Well, there's just so much, so much energy has to rush to one place at one time or another. That it's not spread evenly amongst relationships and, and the relationship with the artist and his or her profession. 
a lot of the times, you know, there's they can handle it, and then there's just so much energy has to go to one place to make it work for that one second mm-hmm. that it takes away from other people in their lives. It's just a weird business. This reminds it's me of the, the point. I don't know if you saw Dio on the Sacred Heart tour, but at one point, <laughs> the dragon head would come out, and everyone on the crew would have to focus on that. There you go. They could. That's, <laughs> I won't right. speak of the dragon. I heard the dragon was lonely, too. I mean, he was locked up bodiless in, in, in Dio's a, in garage. In a every night. Yeah. His head, the he- there's, a, there's a road case with the the head oh, if you're wondering how you were going to get it <laughs> show with a picture Angeles. again dave show with a picture no I've, i'm better than that not by much we, we should play let's play a song from your album your new album monument yeah which everyone let's do that should get yes do you do you have uh a, do i have a, ooh, um no i don't have a I shouldn't favorite spin yet it. but i should um let me look at the title track and see what that's, that's cheating. <laughs> the artwork is great, by the way. Oh, Thank you. The artwork was actually, um, it was my husband here, Stephen, you, who... You did it? Who drew it, yeah. Oh, it's excellent. Drew he's it he's sitting in the, for those of you listening mm. who aren't in the room right now, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the room. There he's you go. He's in the room, yeah. Dave banned him from the air, too. I, no, I didn't. There's only, there's only four microphones. I know, you don't want me talking out, out of school, but yeah, you were like... Whatever you do, don't let the hand. Hey, Dave, you choose one. Go and just. No, I said there's not enough microphones. By titles, really? Well, one says you choose. That's the single. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the first song because I feel the, like the first. Okay, so and this is. It's called is, you choose. She you, asked me to choose, and I chose. Dave chose. Choose. This is. She asked me to choose, so I chose you choose. <laughs> from her new album, and this is your debut solo album. Yeah, it is. Monument. It's, yeah. That's it's exciting. exciting. It's really exciting. It's Did been you know. exciting doing it all. Um, from scratch myself too. Actually, you know, nothing's done yourself, as you know, anything creative. But I mean, putting putting together a great team and, and really doing everything, being um, involved in everything from obviously writing the songs to you know performing the da but then also yeah, minding the store, That's minding the store, yeah, exactly. Supervisor of the project. And like three days ago, I you Very know important. sending all the vinyls and packing them all and everything. And so oh, you do. I, I'm doing the whole. I'm the thing. worst at that. I run the worst uh, shipping department in the business. <laughs> I don't know. I think I could. You? Really we could. We it. could share tips. Amazing. I go. I go to like uh, six to eight weeks if someone wants something. Like, remember when you used to order <laughs> something? Like, please allow six to eight weeks. Yeah. Minus, like, please allow six to eight months <laughs> for delivery. <laughs> it's the worst. All right. Okay, yeah, you've made me feel better. Okay, this is you choose. Yes. From Monument, the debut album from Galen Ayers. Thank you. I announced that perfectly. perfectly. I couldn't you have done it. enunciated beautifully. We got lost. Mm. I almost didn't come back because I got... Well, mostly because I'm horrible at my job. That would be the first reason. <laughs> but the other reason <laughs> is that I got kind of lost and I forgot that we were in the middle of doing a show. That was beautiful. Thank you. Dreamy. That was Galen Ayers from her new album, her debut album, Monument, You Choose. And your website is, is galenayers.com. Yes. And people can go there. 
and there's everything buy the, so far. Yes, you can buy the record. And you will personally mail it. I will mail them. it. I'll sign it. I will do all that. I promise. Do you charge extra for the signing? No. Not should yet. Should think about it. Are you on Bandcamp as well? Uh, yes. Yeah. On the website, there's every single link that you could possibly like. Whatever, however you decide to consume the music, I'm okay with it. Is there is there vinyl? There is. You already said yeah. Yeah, I have some vinyl that's for sale on the um, on the website, and that'll also be me packaging it. I'm trying. So oh my gosh. I I'm, I live in this you know big old building, and every morning now I go to the utility room and I take everyone's old Amazon packaging and all like the insides and stuff. So I'm trying to do everything recycled <gasps> and post consumerism. But what oh, I found wow. myself doing two days ago is, you know, the cardboard inserts that you want to add in where you're putting the vinyl in, right? So you know, like two cardboard inserts to put the vinyl in between. So I'm having to cut, I'm cutting these with a Stanley knife from like old Amazon packaging from other people. <laughs> but I end up doing like 40 minutes for one because to get the measurement exactly to like go into oh, the yeah. case, right? I've done that, yeah. I mean, by the end of it, my husband hears me. I'm just swearing, swearing. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get a. Oh, I'm okay. Thank you. You gotta get an intern. Yeah. Let's get you an intern right now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to like, talk about it. He's like, I don't. Mm-hmm. The number here yeah, I do is. Enough. I'm not cutting any cardboard or anything over here. Yeah, if anybody has any tips on how to make it easier, definitely. Well, you know, 209 9368. If you find some trashed records, you can use beat up record covers on either side, too. That's a great idea. Yeah, I've done that. That That's works. That's a great idea. Yeah. Tim uh, is in the record business. Oh, and of course that, you that, do. Yeah, yeah, I work yeah, at a record. Yeah. So knows, we ship uh, a bunch of stuff out. So sometimes we cut up old cardboard, but then other times if we get a bunch of beat records in, mm-hmm. we just save them and just put them on either side, and it's perfect size and it's strong enough adds a little bit more weight but not terrible not that much. Yeah. this is a hot tip it is and the other let's talk about weight i mean the amount it's so to the europe it costs 22 no, 23 dollars to send one vinyl to uk when i'm selling it for 25 and not and on top of that in the uk you're paying vat so that means that person is then gonna have to pay vat i mean it's just like anything going in it's crazy how are we meant to how are we meant, to, how we meant to get this music to people yeah. what is it what does vat stand value added, added tax? tax yeah and that's just a tax right yeah if you're a business my understanding is if you're a business in the uk you can get it back yeah but if you're um if you're sending something to the UK, they don't want you to be sending things to the UK. They want you to be buying stuff in the UK. So mm-hmm. they put this huge tax on top of it. Oh. So. Man, oh man. But I, I remember in times of my dad and stuff, whatever, you know, we, we had the different imports, and you know much more about this, but I remember especially Japan was, comes to mind that the records coming in and out of Japan with my dad was super expensive like yes. triple right? quadruple and imported the Japanese pressings were always supposed to be the best and they so. were the best and they looked I remember always anything from Japan I loved all his they all his fan email was just incredible origami and beautiful kind of hand painted all the records were gorgeous 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 yeah the covers were great they're be- those they're better strips and they were just they are better and they treat the musicians people are better. like yeah, I mean, yeah. great. It's a great place to play, isn't it? It's pretty neat, yeah. yeah. 
Are you going to... Are you big in Japan? I'm considered a genius there. Really? Like no, I toured <coughs> there once, and I've been trying to go back to tour ever since because yeah. uh, it was the best. Right? That's what I heard, that it's the best, the best, the best. But, uh, but mostly... I w- even if I went on vacation there, that would be fine too. But it's uh, it's nicer to have like a an excuse mm. to be like I have to go for work. You went there really early on, right? Yeah, when I was fourteen. No, no. <laughs> what do you mean, really early on? <laughs> like band wise? Oh, well, with my current band. Uh, but I, had, you know, I'd been rocking people for a long time. But the weird thing is. The, this band, my band, Valley Lodge, I had no uh, goals for the band, which is good because we've achieved very little. <laughs> but so everything tracks pretty well. It all works yeah, out. <laughs> no, but but the one goal that I had was I was like, and I never even said it out loud. I was like, I hope we uh, get to tour Japan. And then one day I got an email saying, Hey, do you want to come tour Japan? I was like. I yes. should do that more often in my brain. <laughs> think well, use of, it. Yeah, like think of other stuff that I want. And <laughs> like the Dio Dragonhead. Yeah, but I've I've already ruined it. I think I think that maybe there's some uh, deranged billionaire out there who's like, I'll show Dave. Somebody's gonna buy it and gift you. That would be pretty cool, right? Yeah. They're gonna buy it and then here, bring. The, the, we can't. They're gonna you. buy it. And they're going to give it to you just because be awesome. you're that nice of a person. Oh, they're going to buy it guy. and destroy it and film it and then send you the video of them destroying oh, it. That yeah. would be, like that's like performance art. Yeah, the whole F you, but like, if you're peeing on it, man. I, I would be entertained if that happened. No. We're I would, peeing on it, dude, for you. That might that might be just as good. <laughs> we should, let's get you an intern or, or, or a dragon benefactor. <laughs> I like that. 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Danny D., I don't know if you heard, he's uh, he's in the building. He's answering the phone. I didn't... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Well, he's here, as, you, as we all are. That's some entrance. Danny, are you wow. okay? Are you Okay. <laughs> I'm fine, Dave. All How right. are you? Well, the phone's ringing. The phone's ringing. Is it? It's going to be ringing. 201 209 9368. Danny's the man, though. He, he is the man. He just rescued me with cookies. Brought cookies he in. He did. I had to get off the cookies because uh, I can't stop. Yeah, I know what you mean. And uh, that was the only time I, I ate trying to get. I know, but I. They're delicious. I would go you home. You only eat cookies when you're on the radio. I, only when I'm here. This on show this, on this, this show. Dave holds the record for appearances on this show with I don't know how many, but the most. Like a lot of free Almost time. more than I have been on the show. That's true. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm secretly trying to work that in. <laughs> At one point, there's going to be some, like, it's like a corporate takeover. I know. He'll, be like, he'll come in someday, That's and I'll, I'll be sitting behind the thing like, hello, what can I do for you? And I won't even notice. I'll just be like, I guess... That's what happened. Yeah, I mean, he's been here before, I guess. The thing yeah, is... Dave, you don't have to run the show anymore. You can sit on this we, side. We joke about it, but I, I don't even want to look in the comments board right now because people are probably like, oh, my gosh, that would be great. No. No. The They're just like... The Dave takeover. It would be Dave Windorf's goddamn Dave Hill show. Yeah, get rid of Dave and get Dave. 
I do want to represent you one night. Would be nice. For, well, you don't I have mean, to represent. do it. represent. I'll represent. Basically, I'll field all your questions for you. I'll sit oh. there and take the thing. Hi, no, I'm sorry, Dave can't answer that. Or, but you would answer them what you think the answer is. Yes. Even if it's true. I thought you meant like yeah. you that you were going to be like my agent or manager and i was like, in a court of law or something cool. i know yeah i'll be kind of your agent yeah and manager i uh, would uh, like that i feel like things would be going better for me i'd be like you know they'd be uh, going differently differently but sometimes people, different is good sometimes i would say one thing you know to the person who's calling and then i'd lean over to you like like you gotta drop this stuff man i'm telling you you've been like playing on this losers thing for too long you just gotta have to be a little bit more active about this it's three hours you gotta get people on you know, so that means you have to be mean to some people. That means you're just going to have to be mean. Here, I'll show you. Let's, all right, let's, and let's see. Slam, slam, okay, slam. Let's, lightning let's round put this, Get all the dead wood out. Let's get some calls going. 201-209-9368. We'll, out. Whether you would like to be Gallinaire's intern or yelled at by <laughs> Dave Windor from Monster Magnet. Or both. Or Tim Cronin from Real Eye Brothers. There's a lot of ways this could play. Or yelled at by Gallinaire's. Or yelled at by Galanaires. Oh, I don't want to yell. No, she doesn't want to yell. She doesn't have what to. What about giving a stern you know I mean? you look stern at the face, she doesn't to. have to yell. Hmm. <coughs> um, I'll answer a question for sure. I'm yeah. I'm answering questions. All right, that's good. Okay. In a British accent. <laughs> yeah, every the answers will all sound better. Very classy. Yeah, it's a that's classy true. accent. You can say anything, it'll sound legit. <laughs> Someone told me last week that I, yeah, that's true. A sandwich. Sounds, ah, yeah. yeah, it sounds like a better food the way you say it, <laughs> right? We had a Welsh sound man, and anything he said, and he was often wrong, but anything he said just sounded like the truth. Well, yeah, because I, I think... Yeah, he had a good way of, of putting sentences together where it sounded like he knew what he was talking about, and the accent pushed it over the top, so he, he was easily... Uh, Easily trusted, and then well, that's and then quickly debunked. Bitterly debunked. I have a friend from England, and he, he said, with the accent, everyone gives you credit for being ten percent smarter that's than you what are. Heard. I don't know if it's the same with Welsh. My husband he is Welsh Jamaican. Wait, you've Whoa, been Welsh wow. Jamaican this whole time? Yep. <laughs> We got to get another microphone in here. Say. <laughs> He's going to say. He's going to stab you. This is, we, we were talking, well, let's take this call. 201-209-9368. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Uh, who's calling? And from where? Carrie. Carrie from Brooklyn. This is Carrie from Brooklyn. Okay, you're on with me, Dave, mentioned <laughs> earlier. Galen Ayers. Dave and, that's Dave get, Hill? Dave Hill, yeah. This is my right, show. right. Still, still, God for the time it. being, it's and and but Dave Windorf is here as well, and Tim Cronin, and a Welsh Jamaican. We've just learned <laughs> he was hiding like in plain sight, known now as the Welsh Jamaican, just like what that's the, this goes yeah, back no to name. the murder stuff. That's, that's totally we need to it. okay, it's gonna by the end of the show, we'll bring it full circle. Um, yeah, I, I, I just called because I heard she was looking for an intern. Yes, she, she is. And um, she, she, you know, I, I could, I could move to LA. And New York's kind of dead, right? <laughs> New York is dead. <laughs> it's all over here. Do you, you feeling that too? What, what's making you think you want to move it's, to LA? Yeah, I mean, it's hot. It's, it's like you know, we just keep trying to get it back. I mean, hmm. everybody is. I, I'm, you know, as. As an artist, as an, you know, kind of a theater 
actor, performance artist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard to get, you know, you get the same people over your shows, your same ten friends. Mm. But um, you, but there'll be like a line around the block for like the new pork belly donuts. There's oh, pork boy. belly donuts? Yeah. <laughs> See? Really? See? You're already out the door. If there is, there'll I, be a line. I wouldn't eat that, but I'm um, excited at the prospect. Yeah, it's gross. I hear you, baby. I hear you. I know what it's like. You got to get um, out. Yeah. But no, but I mean, but then it's never dead. You know, I don't know. I mean, I was just in L.A. I called last week and I got cut off. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that hurt. Um, what did you get so, caught off because I hung yeah. up on you? You said you said call back, but there was no time because you guys forgot the musical um, guest. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, Dave? <laughs> I, I do remember. Yeah, what, Dave. What happened was there was a musical guest, Alex from Bright Brown, and he was here. Only I thought he hadn't shown up because James told me that he was here, and on all the moving parts, and my. Uh, low comprehension of most things. <laughs> I didn't realize that, didn't move. that I had been told <laughs> that he was here. So uh, anyway, I'm going to save that was, story for the moth. I was telling this story, and you told that <laughs> story about Chris Stein, and I was telling the story about going to see Blondie, and, and then how, and then that's when I got cut off. Oh, and we were talking about Chris Stein from Blondie. <laughs> playing playing his, um, the TMZ thing. <laughs> we're, you know, one what of my... TMZ Chris Stein thing. Well, I I hate people when when they watch videos on their phone or Mm -hmm. do anything on their phone without headphones and you can hear the sound. It drives me crazy. So sometime in the last couple of years, I I got on a plane. I told the story last week, but just to bring you up to speed. I got on a plane and Debbie Harry and Chris Stein from Blondie were sitting there. I'm a huge fan like any reasonable person. And I usually would never say anything. But I just was like, hey, you guys are great. And then I kept oh my God. kept going uh, to my seat. And they were probably, I don't know, like a handful of seats ahead of me. And then at one point I hear like someone's watching videos at full volume on their phone. Like, and I hear it's like, you know, the TMZ yeah. thing. So I'm like, who is this? I'm going to kill this person. <laughs> and then I look and it's Chris Stein from Blondie. And I thought like. I'm going to let it slide this time, Chris Stein. From Blondie. From Blondie. But uh, God forbid this happens again. I don't think the stars will align for that to happen. But anyway, well, I don't know why I brought that up. I, get, oh, cause I threw up in front of Blondie once. You'd See, that's much better. Back in the day, yeah. <clears throat> 1978. I got naked with Blondie. Did you? So that's the best. All right, she just knocked me completely over to the other side of the street. No, no, let's qualify this. What year did you get naked with? Because he threw up in front of Blondie in 1978. When oh. did you get naked in I guess the year doesn't I got matter. Na- I got naked at the Millennium. I performed with, with Blondie. In two- kind of like 10,000 people in Miami with the Dazzle Dancers. And, nice. De- and Debbie Harry was naked also? Well, no. Oh, this... Yes, I was naked. This is, an, was, this wait, is no longer a story. Hold on, wait. I, I, why I were you I naked? Wait, I just want to ask a question. Was, was anybody else naked besides you? <laughs> yeah, like 10 gay guys. Oh, okay. All right. I was just trying to, like, were you, I'm just trying to figure out if you were streaking or something. Like 
it was kind of soy bomb esque. You know, sounds like LA is going to be great for you. <laughs> yeah, when you're in, when you're Gallon's uh, yeah, intern yeah. in LA. <laughs> we can. <laughs> I'm the perfect intern. You got a place for I'll him to stay, Gallon? <laughs> yeah. A little hobby house in the back. <laughs> man, oh man. So anyway, so I was telling you story. I was just in LA like two weeks ago or whatever, <clears throat> and then I I hang out backstage and. As one does, and then naked or with clothes on, just checking. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, I had I, I had like a see-through outfit on. Oh, good in between. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie said she loved it. Oh. And then um, it's always like you know she's the most styly person in the world. So then he then we went. Um, then I get to the then I get back to the place I'm staying and it's like I only have a few hours. I have to leave at four thirty in the morning. And so I get I get on the flight or no, I get to the airport. So I don't get to sleep at all. I just <clears throat> I just drink like a bunch of beer and whatever. Like drink a lot but not too much, but like enough. Dave, and, you may um, need to exercise I, your I'm thing. at the airport. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just... Naked, naked. (laughs) Dave, Dave, I don't know if you heard, but he said he he was going to bring the hammer down to... to, uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're wasting time. Go ahead. Speak up, doll. Go ahead, doll. I'm at the airport, and I'm like, oh, my God, please get me on that flight quick because I'm about to die. I'm so tired. So I get my seat. It's a window seat, and I fall asleep in, like, 20 minutes into the flight already in the air I wake up and I like I'm like boiling hot and I and I can't breathe and I'm like it's come on here and I know I'm gonna watch the language oh sorry 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 Um, and I know I'm gonna faint so I'm like excuse me excuse me and I walk into the aisle and I'm thinking I'll like make it to um, make it to the back of the plane and then I'll just like lay down by the bathroom or something because that usually flies get my head back and I no pun intended. Apparently, I just froze, and the person, this guy in the in the aisle, was like, said that I was just gone. And then he, like, caught me, and then like someone sat me down, and then the next day I know I have like oxygen on my face, and they're like, is there a doctor on board? And the whole thing. Wow. And I didn't even do anything. Like I watched everybody in LA do like mountains of cocaine. Like, that was like the first thing that happened when I arrived. We like. We go to a like some ex porn star. Like they they buy two hundred dollars of coke and do the entire thing in one night, you know. And wait, when are you naked in this story? I'm unclear. <laughs> she was selling okay, naked. Now she's just like heading for the hospital or something. Oh. So yeah. so then anyway, so I I wake up I I wake up to the oxygen. There's a doctor, and they're like, okay. Um, and, and, oh, I wake up and, like, throw up. And, like, I don't know. I, and I still have no idea really what was wrong. I guess it was just, like, the pressure, air pressure or something. And they said, okay, what's your name? And I said, Carrie. And they said, and uh, who is the president of the United States? And um, I I can barely talk. <laughs> just like, well, I don't blame Not you. my president. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, <laughs> the entire plane, like, started, like, clapping and laughing. That's my Wow, that's amazing. So, uh, so I was like, 
with it enough to, to do that, you know? And um, This and story has everything so far. <laughs> everything and but, nothing at the same time. I said it has everything. It's got everything but an end. I think you should tell it on the moth. <laughs> so you're okay? You're basically oh, all right? Yeah, that's just like moth, some thanks. mystery ailment? Some air pressure? Yeah, what caused this? Did the plane turn I think around? It was just like exhaustion. Dehydration and, sounds to me. And like watching so many, right. like, oh. like watching so many people do so much coke. I mean, I think there's more coke in LA. That puts me to sleep. Through osmosis, watching people do coke puts you to sleep. <laughs> I've never watched anyone do coke. I don't. I think. actually like to just. I um, watch a lot of people like do coke because I didn't have it, and, and I was watching them. I usually like to like take the twenty when they're done. They just, <laughs> that's true. I've done that too. Those hmm. coke down monsters <laughs> left their their money. They I, always leave it. And I'm like, yeah. I'll take that. People people have asked me to watch them do coke before, and I'm, I've I've never said yeah. They I've, actually so, asked you to watch like people, specifically people watch that me? don't don't know me. Will ask me if I want to do do coke, and I say yeah. no, no, thank you. And then uh, and then they'll say, well, will you come watch me do it? <laughs> I'm like, why? Like, what? Why? Because they can't be alone. Ever. Well, um, Carrie, that was an incredible tale. <laughs> We're glad you're uh, back on top. Lovely to meet you. Yes. Made it. And, uh, Did and not so, have to land the plane in Vegas. And you and want, so you will be Gallant's intern <laughs> in Los Angeles, in summation. I'm so excited. We're going to have so much fun. And I, like, Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. So many fall water pools. We can jump in naked. And, yeah, just like Don't drag a her lot into your exploits. <laughs> Go ahead. Drag her in. <laughs> <laughs> you had to wait Next this long in the story damn story to get to that? When I, like, jumped in the <coughs> pool, I kept on tea naked. Naked. I, I, love it. I don't have any thrown in there. I wish I had a song called Naked now. <laughs> the next album, Sonic Silence. It's such a great the follow up. It's such a great naked. word. It's so much better than nude. It's naked. Yeah. Naked. <laughs> it's like a, in the little 60s movies when they still, you know, the trailers were still narrated by a guy, you know, sounded like he knew what he was doing. It's, it's still the same old trailer voice from 1950. It was like, you know, naked passion. You know, it was said like that. <laughs> and, naked. Oh, like the Russ yeah. Meyer dynamic violence. Yeah, like a, a Russ yeah. Meyer. Totally. It's cha- challenging to rhyme naked, though. It's, it's really true. Hard. It's what would you rhyme it with? I don't, and I've used Baked? naked several times. <laughs> You'd have to do near I've, rhyme. I've, I've, I've used naked several Snaked? times. Snaked. Snaked. <laughs> All right, Carrie. All right. I, Thank you for calling. Keep up the good work. Lovely to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, lovely to meet you. We'll, I'll, we'll get you Love your voice. gallons out. Thank yeah, you. we're going to play Thank more you. tracks from her album. I can't wait. What was that? I said I can't. You got her. <laughs> oh, I was just kidding. Hey, by hanging up on her. Nice I know. What do you so, think, Dave? Well, I was trying to thank thank you, Carrie, for calling. I was I was just you, you were t- telling me to hang up on people, so I I just wanted to make sure that yeah, like. In the be- before it gets bad, I know. Forty minutes ago, yeah. during her call, but w- it ended strong. I feel like it. Well, I think it she built us something. Should we? Can we play another song please from do. your yeah. album? Please, please, w- please. Which track would you like us to play? Um, why don't you ask me a question and then I'll think of what is the track that 
answers that question. How about that for a game? Okay. I've never heard that before. This is good. That would, this makes me put on my journalist hat. Mm. Um, can I see the hat? No it's one a else figurative. Can. <laughs> okay. It's like a wintry look. <laughs> wintry look. Um, well, because you, you, wrote, you wrote this album, I believe, in, in Greece, correct? Mm -hmm. For the most part? Mm -hmm. And um, what song would you say is, and it was, if, if you don't mind me bringing it up, mm -hmm. um, during the, your, your, your dad is, is Kevin Ayers, mm -hmm. uh, and he, he died uh, a few years ago, and this, so this album is sort of during that period of getting, you know, dealing with that. Yeah, it's my answer to the, the questions that were thrown at me when he died, and obviously in that space and time that the last thing I was able to do was connect with anything else but me and the kind of changed relationship mm -hmm. with my father and my family um, I mean it's taken five years for this album to materialize which is partially because I've been doing it all myself bit by bit but secondly because it's just the nature of being in a grief cycle you know mm -hmm. you kind of stop and start a lot I think yeah What's the worst? You you guys have lost parents, right? Oh yeah, it's yeah. the worst. Yeah. It's uh, well, all of a sudden you're really grown up. Yeah, that's one part of it. Not and only do you miss someone, but now you're officially grown up. When your parents are gone, like, well, yeah, welcome to adulthood. There's nobody's gonna call you kid anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of I'm, I'm lucky because I I have an amazing amazing relationship with my stepfather, who mm -hmm. I've been with. And my parents split when I was two, even though I had a really close relationship with my father. But dad would always be on tour and stuff. So, but my my everyday dad <laughs> was my stepfather. So I still have my stepfather, right. That's um, good. which I'm very happy about. And my mother's obviously been my central pillar in my life. So, um, I I just did what I was taught. Um, my instinct, which is to grab the worst bits of your life and try and make them the best by creating something, you know? Totally. Well said. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's all. It's one of the quirks of being a human, I think, that we can do that. So this album is very much that. And that's why I called it Monument, because I think, well, A, I like the mnemonic. Is that what it? Mnemonics? The, the, the sound of it? Monument? So it's like what is the word? Uh... When you, the sound is something. I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah why not? I don't know why we're, we're looking at tinges. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and also because I, I love the idea that Monuments has... Wait, oh, no, I was going to say mellifluous. Is that the word you're looking for? Mellifluous? Oh. No, mellifluous. that's like an mellifluous. airy sound. Mellifluous? No, but, but thank you for guessing, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> oh, this could be a new... I could, like, come up with words, and <laughs> you could it come in with different... <coughs> yeah, different guesses. I, I like guesses that, that, different guesses. That would be a fun game. I was just going to say that monument to me represented... Um, what, what I liked about the word is that m we, we mostly um, erect monuments to remind us of things that have happened in the past, but I also like the fact that it can also remind you what not to do in the past, so... As time passes, so do monuments. They change meaning, as we know recently with the monuments of the, the, the Confederates and things here in the mm -hmm. States. And Very true. Very so true. having, I, I love the word monument doesn't have a sense of movement to it, but it does move by the meaning that you put to it. So, And I also think that relationships are monuments. Yeah. You know, I think that there's kind of, the, all people in our, 
in our world that have changed our world and for better or worse, you know. But and it's constantly changing. Yeah, and it's constantly changing. So the title track is actually called Monument. It has a, a quite a, a long intro, but let's bear with me. And it's let's it's play that. Yeah. What, which number is that? It's the last one actually. Oh. In the track, so number ten. I'm going to nail this one. Oh, right. Wait, keep talking while, while um, I figure out how this works. No, someone says keep talking. I never have anything to say. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> keep talking, you just clam up. <laughs> Wait a minute. I like to watch them actually using a CD player over there. Like, when's the last time I never saw, I haven't seen anybody That's actually operate, operate oh. a CD player. Look, the little disc tray comes out. Do you listen to CDs now, or do you? Um, I do, but I use I get I get I'll get a CD and I'll just load it into my computer and listen. But now the new computers, or at least the Macs, don't have CD. You need an outside one. Yeah, it's a it's a workout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why is it they're forcing the new technology on us? Yeah, and and the headphones too, right? I'm enraged. I mean, I bought it. I bought (laughs) the CD. You know, I I bought the external drive. I did too. But then I didn't unwrap it for two years. You're kidding. So they got me twice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but that's your fault. You're going to upgrade next year, and you're going to have to have a whole new one. Oh, man. All right. This is the title track from Galanair's debut album, Monument. Go see her August 30th at Rockwood Music Hall before she disappears to Los Angeles oh. for reasons... Kissing you all, all your New York people. We'll goodbye. No. Goodbye. No. She'll be out there. She'll laying, be back in by a six pool. months. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> laying by a pool with like a barking poodle next to her. I <laughs> know. <laughs> mama, mama. Yeah, she'll just fully. Yeah, sunglasses and then, on. Beverly Hills, the whole bit. And then oh, we'll no. we'll have her. Sounds terrible. Like, hey, how's the new album going? And she's like, Well, I'm kind of in a more of a, an electronic thing now. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen that's what always happens but until that happens let's bask in the glory of this beautiful album <laughs> with really nice guitar that was Monument from the album Monument by Gallon Ayers debut yes. album that was beautiful it's beautiful thank you thank you so much yeah. thank you it's um it's fun to hear it on the radio. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks yeah, for it's coming. Fun. It's fun to hear it on the radio, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, it's really, really fun. I remember the first time I heard it with my band Siskin in the UK. The first time we heard our single there in the radio. I think it was like in the kitchen on my way to, to school or something. It was the best feeling. Just hearing it down the corridors. Running back to the kitchen, turning it up. Best feeling. Mm-hmm. Well... Maybe we'll, you can listen to the archive of the show. I will. In the, in the kitchen. <laughs> I'll pretend. <laughs> yeah. I'll put it my family because no one will be listening, obviously, because everybody's asleep in Spain. So I'll just put it surreptitiously when I go there in the background. I'll be like, hey, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that won't work. Oh. That won't work because I'll be... You I'll be in the room when yeah, but you I'm could then, but then add the like that's not gonna work. Add like Spanish D, DJ on both sides of it, and sure, uh, you can. I mean, you got to work. Which a little are the bit. best, you, you by the way? Like, yeah, I love those. You know the Manu Chao, the um, his albums when he always has the the inserts of the 
the great DJs in that different South American place. No, you oh. just went blank. <laughs> I got to get on this, though. It's a great album. Yeah. What um, is it? Tell me. Tell me. What is it? Now, you know, you know um, the artist Manu Chao? I've seen the name. But yeah, I'm he yeah. was in a, in a band called Mano Negra. It's okay. kind of like All a right. trilingual, amazing, incredible artist. And he does a lot of sampling. And one of the things he uses is uh, are different disc jockeys from around the world. And it's just it's a great feeling of the different cultures who cool. disc jockeys. It's very I might cool. just start doing that on this show. Interesting point. He also has a dragon head. <laughs> I did not know that. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Because there are a lot of... I wasn't going to bring this up, but there were actually two Dio Dragon Heads originally. Was there a Dragon Head Junior, a little one, or was it? Um, was it but as they downsized? Is that why it's called Dio? I mean, Dio seems a dual. Do is there a two in the in the name? Does it mean something? No, oh, no, no. His name is Ronnie James Dio. It's just I think it was short. The Italian name is shortened. Yeah. <laughs> From what? Dio Nocia. We, yeah, we could get. Let's, yeah, we can run a check Ronnie, on this. Dio Nocia, what do you do? Dio. We can get. We is can, that what Italian uh, sounds really sound like? Is, <laughs> really, is that, is that how Italian sounds? <laughs> that what Italian sounds like? Ronnie James Dio. Singing the heavy metal. You thought I'd been crazy. Why you do Oh yeah, his name. His name was Padavona. That's right. Ronnie James Padavona. Wow, and so then he the wisely changed it to Ronnie James Dio. Where did Dio come from? No. Doesn't it mean God? Dios. 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 But actually, uh, let me think. Dio. No, I don't is think in Italian. I think it's Dios in Italian. Is it Dios? D E U S? No. That's just, in, um, are that's, you asking me how Ronnie James Dio's name is spelled? No, no, no. From God, how God is spelled. In, oh, oh, like yeah. From I think so, yeah. Because so I was gonna, heaven, for, heaven forbid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be weird if if we discovered this late? I was gonna say this late in the show, but in I've known you for yes, a couple years late, now. Yes. If I found out now <laughs> that you didn't know how Dio spelled his last name, there's three E's, right? D E E E O. Oh, what about the last? O H Dio. Oh my Dio. gosh. I. I, I, I knew nothing about this guy until I like, walked into it's this Ronnie room, James and now I feel Dio. like... What yeah, but now you're transformed. My only, my only reference in my head, I'm afraid, guys, I keep like, thinking of the little... No, I keep thinking of the little Stonehenge thing and Spinal Tap for some reason keeps coming. You're not yeah, far off. Yeah. You're not, <laughs> yeah. the only kind of yeah, mental actually, reference I keep that's pretty thinking close. of yeah. or the pod. Or the, like, the Except the real-life version yeah, of that. This is your right... Yeah, he did all that. You know, stuff. I brought yes. Spinal Tap. I brought that it was like the silver edition or something a few years ago. I brought it to mm-hmm. um, when I was visiting my mom and my stepdad, and I put it on because I was very late to the Spinal Tap game, like ten years prior to me telling the story. And so, so I'm in Greece, and <laughs> I said to my mom, "You're gonna love this. It's like the funniest thing. Oh my god!" And I build it up. She's all excited. We'll sit down to watch it. I put it on, and ten minutes later, into it, she's like. What are you doing to me? Do you just want to give me like nightmares? This is like the most terrible, depressing thing I've ever right. seen. <laughs> and I realized that I was actually playing like her past life, and I didn't mean I was so insensitive. Yeah, well, it's like that is the <laughs> power of what was, what I was finding hilarious when you're living it, it ain't funny. Yeah. Right? No, it, it's that's not. the power of spinal tap. It's so funny, it's not funny. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. that movie. 
watch that movie. It's debut, like three days before it hit the theaters, in a room full of critics and the Ramones. And the Ramones walked out. They really? I didn't think it was funny at all. I didn't the first yeah, time. Right I didn't think it, it was funny. Yeah. Well, they were living that stuff. But the second they, time is yeah. funny. The second time. Well, no, funny. I thought it was funny, <laughs> but I realized the pain that it could cause, especially if you, you know, um, the whole band walked out, not into it. Really? Yeah, it was insane. Do you think it? Well, hmm. And it was really true because we were friends with. You know, I was friends with their light guy. Did goes, they nope, change their mind ever, or was that it? <clears throat> that I'm sure they the... did later on, but I mean, it was. They weren't really known for their sense of humor either, no, though. They, they, <laughs> lyrically, they were, but yeah, they're not really known as a bunch of... Do you think it could have been a thing where they were... Maybe their sense of humor wasn't developed? <laughs> it had nothing to do with the music, the the, the, the subject? I heard it was, like, the, it was the subject. That I didn't them. laugh at all the first time either, I've got to say. I, I just sat there stony-faced. But the second time from the minute... The first scene came on. I just I laughed the whole way through. So I don't know. Well, it's if all it's built on embarrassment. I mean, the whole thing is built. There's no slap. There's hardly any slapstick humor in it. There's a little mm-hmm. bit, I guess, you know. But everything is based on like you knowing, you yeah. the, the viewer knowing when someone's being embarrassed, whether they know it or not. You know. No, and we all like know all those characters. So I was like, you know the business. girlfriend, you know the yeah. the guitarist, you know right. the sh- the promoter. I mean, you know all those characters. It's brilliant. And it's you a brilliant know, yeah, piece it's of a brilliant movie. I mean, it's just again and again funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what is going on here? This is a lot. There's just so much innuendo in it, and t- for an American movie to leave that much space. Knowing they're not going to get huge laughs at the radio is a pretty bold move. When you yeah. think of it. I mean, now it's like, oh yeah, Spinal Tap, but took a lot of chances with that. And Christopher Guest did that later with his movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So if there were what? another Spinal Tap with this Dragon Head feature in it, do you think? Oh yeah, I have no problem. I mean, ideally, <laughs> okay. Um, Probably fall and kill someone or something. Supposedly, the a lot of the the Spinal Tap was based on Slade. Really? I heard I it was based on Slade, Status Quo, and another band. Was well, like the in-studio argument, I think, is based on the Trogs. Yeah, wait, yeah. I have that. I have that. That's on YouTube. I think you can download yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, that was recorded, yeah. And it's pretty amazing. It's excruciating because it just makes you... It's tough to listen I to. I think man. it's hard to be a musician of any sort and hear this argument and not think, like, I've done that. Yes, <laughs> the tribes like arguing each, with each other. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. I remember oh, that. you've I heard. No, I've, I've heard it a long time ago. I just can't remember what it was. It's well, well, we could pull it up. Let's pull it up. Isn't there a lot of cursing in it? Oh yeah, there probably is. And yeah, there probably is. I spent some time with Mickey Most at one time. Speaking of the Trogs, who produced the Trogs and owned that record company. And oh, did he do uh, the, old the last Yardbirds record too? London. Uh, he might have. Yeah, I think he did but he little was, games. He was like, I remember. This was like in the early 2000s, and he, I think he's he's dead now. But he was a trip. I couldn't believe I was there. I was sitting there with Mickey Most, and uh, he was gone, except <laughs> for in. But he was still there. If it was, if you're talking 69, 1970, he was there. But everything else, you know. Who's well to do? I wasn't. Ran a big studio, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, and I just go in there and go like, you know, Mickey, 
the hot chocolate. Uh, I'd go, uh, Mickey, the hot, cho- the hot chocolate release has been delayed. And he'd go, damn it, come in here. And we'd, we'd sit there and talk about hot chocolate, which was one band that he did. In like seventies, you know. I believe Everyone's in miracles. Yeah. Oh believe yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh. Great song. And he would just go yeah. on and on and on. And his secretary, this old bird, you know, like almost as old as he was. And he was like eighty, you know. And she's like eighty, and they're still holding it down. And he's making money off the studio, which was you're run by a complete whole separate different team of people. But they knew it was him, and he was attached. It was his, like I forget what they're called, but it was like a townhouse. You know, like a proper London brownstone. Like oh, townhouse. do you mean the the Virgin Townhouse? The um, who's Virgin have, Records? The Townhouse is called. It might have been. Okay. No, but it wasn't. It was. It was. I, I'm using it as a, a type of architecture, but it was oh, like that kind of thing. And it was beautiful. And he just sat in there, like dressed to the nines, <laughs> big lapels, bow tie. Oh man! Drinking tea. Styles the nine, of the seventies. Tea time, the whole bit. You know, and she'd come in. The old bird would come in at four. Three thirty or four, tea and biscuits, and would, I'd be there. I would like. I gotta go. I got. It's four o'clock. I gotta go. And would now it's like Pro Tools in your bedroom. That's the yeah, fun in that. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's not the the romance is dead. Would he have been in the the Rick Wakeman autobiography at all? <laughs> he might. Mickey Mouse showed up a so lot. I've been jumping Mickey, in and out of that, and that's pretty incredible. He might he might have showed up in a lot of. Yeah, he did stuff with the Trogs. I think he was a Trog manager, maybe or. Tim, I feel he's like one of those old man. Londoners that did it all. Uh-huh. Or, I, mean, I don't think he was originally from London, but he was a guy who came to London and started to do pop music and uh, pretty much did it all. At one point, he was a record company. At one point, he was a promoter, a publicist, everything. He did everything. And, you know, changed his name to Most. You know, what a 1966 See, thing to what, do. That's I'm changing my name to Most. Most, Dio. I, I can't believe I never... It's too late for me to get a cool last name. Probably, right? You could take the chance. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, it's all over. What would you change it to? It's all over. Um, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> it works. I guess. Is that pro- and know, a last phone. name like Now. You know, that's a Dave good last now. name. Dave, Dave Now. Dave Now. There's that book, The Power of Now. This is very timely. I Ed, you know that book? Ed Cattell. The Power of Now. Yeah. Ed Cattell, yeah. Incredible. Human. I'm going to write a book called The Power of No. One There's letter There's a lot of powers of yes. While the power of no will just be like, hey, uh, do you want to come over and um, you haven't seen the baby yet? No. <laughs> do you want to grab uh, lunch? Let's uh-uh. say, no. No, don't. <laughs> That's the whole book would be like, what do you do? Here's, I'm gonna throw I, a scenario I would probably at you. buy it. Here's a scenario. If a guy that you haven't seen in a while, he's, if you like him well enough, but he's asked to meet you for a drink on Tuesday, what do you say? No. And then it just goes to the next chapter. Sure, don't hesitate. Yeah. <laughs> say no. Yeah, a lot of, lot of really big setups, and then no. There are yeah. a couple, there are a couple, you know, there are a couple exceptions where you can, like, kind of back that you could... It'd be a little less forceful, uh, forceful. It's like the power of uh-uh or. N- well, maybe. that's where you get the copycat. The way like their Malcolm Gladwell has his that's books, and then some guy will come out with another book. The power with of the maybe. exact same graphics, <laughs> and so you're fooled at the airport. Uh-uh. Yeah, what's that book? The power of nah. <laughs> By that. The power of nah. Let's play it. Let's play another song. So we only have nine minutes left, and then we can come back. 
and wrap things up. We we'll plug uh, all the. Sh- You're playing at Gramercy Tavern. Or no, Gramercy Gramercy Theater. Why did I say tavern? <sighs> no. <laughs> yeah. What is there a Gramercy Tavern? Probably. This is what happens. In the, the Gramercy I, Theater. Stop saying tavern, tavern, tavern. I know. I, it's, it's like it's a, a prophecy. It it's like it's like why I called bright. Brown, brown bunny. I'm now call, saying you're playing a tavern. <laughs> what? Let's. Which which track should we should we play? I'm gonna play the one that's uh, the bilingual song on the record. It's called Run, Baby, Run. Number Run, three. Baby, run. Number three. Mm. This is. Oh, it's I bilingual. Spanish and English. Nice. So you grew up speaking Spanish. It's first language. Yeah. Still learning English. That's wild. Do you ever think in Spanish? Yeah. That's so cool. It is cool. Yeah. Think barely it think in English. <laughs> I know I was going to say. That's what I always I think. <laughs> I can barely think in English. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This. Wait. I'm sorry. What? What is it called? This is it, the late hours. Uh, run, baby, run. Run, baby, run. From Monument, the debut debut album from Gallon Airs. She's playing at Rockwood Music Hall, August 30th. We'll be back in a second, or yes. a few a couple minutes. Do you want to know about my story? I'm a monster. This is, you know, and I should have, I knew, I was like, that sounds like the first someone that we heard. This is, I try to keep a homespun train wreck quality to my show. I know. See, this is this. Let's see if this works. That was "Run, Baby, Run" from Monument by Gallen Ayers. Her debut album. Go see her. August thirtieth at Rockwood Music Hall. You've been listening to the Goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at ninety-one point nine FM and online. Worldwide at WFMU.org. I nailed it. Are you do? You, are you looking at me to say something, Danny? No. Oh. Okay. I then. thought you were looking at me to say something. No. I I, I'm sorry. I got really scared. <laughs> and Dave, when are you playing at the Gramercy Theater? We're playing at the Gramercy Theater in Manhattan. Yes. New York City, folks. October twenty-seventh. That's right, Monster Magnet, live. 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 I'm going to come. You're going to be way. Well, you should go see them in Los Angeles. You're playing in Los Angeles, right? Yeah, I don't think we're playing Hollywood. Where are you, where are you um, moving? Hollywood? That area. Right to Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's going to be a trip. Oh, right? man. She's going all in. Yeah, you're going to love it for, for a year. You're going to absolutely love it. And then you're going to hate it. Well, that's what I hear. So you're I'll gonna, come back. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to I'll come something? back and hopefully New York will yeah, take me yeah. back. It will. It will? It'll be good for that. Okay, good. And Tim, what about the ribeye? You guys have been playing a lot. Yeah, we have. We when have are a you sh- show play? coming up on Labor Day Sunday oh, at the yeah. Dublin House in Red Bank. Two sets. Everybody should go to that. That's, That's a uh, really good gig on Labor Day. September 30th? Fun. No, so, uh, uh, October 1st? No, it's in September. I don't. It's the One of the days Labor Day there. weekend, but the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, I'm I thought s- it yeah. was the second. August, Labor I Day, can't. Isn't it? September second. Yeah, I think you think you're right. What? What? what <laughs> Ask the English person. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, you know more All about right. it. Than we I actually have an American. Yeah. I'm actually American. Yes, September 2nd. Wait, you're, you said you're American? September yeah. 2nd. My mom's American. She's been American this whole time? I've been American time? the whole time. The do accent's completely do false. A, do you have like a, <laughs> what, really? Suckers. Do you have dual citizenship? I do. Oh, oh man. man. Wow. All right, we got to got I don't like you. Nah, you're like, you got you got it too good. I want Thanks. dual citizenship. Thanks to Des and Danny. We'll see you next week. Jonathan's filling in Danny. for Jesse. See you next week. Thank you. Yay.